Mega hi everybody, it's the other side and we're continuing our little video game trifecta here. I'm Cody Byer. I'm Max Wither. I'm Andrew Erickson. And yes, as I said, we're continuing a little... First we did Sonic, then we did Castlevania, and now this one's near and dear to my heart. We're doing Mega Man. And I said, well, Mega Man, I mean, like, the other ones maybe had an excuse, but where's the anime here? Oh, there's anime. There's anime. And or the uh, new bargain for. <laughs> uh, see, folks, I've, I've mentioned before several times, but it, I, I have to bring it up because it sets the stage here. I'm, I, I'm a gigantic Mega Man nerd. Like, I, I grew up on Mega Man. Every when you're a kid, especially if you're a kid into geeky nerdy shit, you've got that one thing that you're really into. You know what I mean? Like you might play a lot of different kinds of video games, but there's that one series of games that's your fucking jam. You always come back to that shit. You replay that shit in as adult, you've got it so memorized, you can play it one handed while eating some treats. Like that's your fucking shit. That was your world as a kid. For me that was Mega Man. I I ate, slept, breathed Mega Man as a kid. I used to I used to get those Nintendo Power magazines, and every time there'd be a new Mega Man game, oh, it was like Christmas morning because like it was always like, what robot masters await us this time? Who's the robot? What man? What are the mans? What themes do they have? Number five blew my mind. One of them's a train. Imagine if you'd been a child when Mega Man 9 came out. There's a woman! There's a girl! (laughs) My world is upside down! Oh, but... Oh, Mega Man was a joy. I still remember when Mega Man 7, I got that issue or Nintendo Power at Mega Man 7. (gasps) Because Mega Man 6 was my favorite. I love the shit out of that game. Fun fact, I got that game as a present for saving my father's life. That like what a fucking way to 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 tie a game to your fucking sentimental memories. We found it like because my dad, he he was a he was a boatsman as many I've mentioned before. For those who don't know, my father is IRL Joseph Joestar and he and his life is a Jimmy Buffett song. So when I would I would stay with him for a while, uh, he at one point I don't remember what it was. The memory's kind of hazy. It's been a long time, but he and some guy that he was working with was on some boat, and I was down there just just a drawing and a reading my Nintendo powers and playing my Game Boy and I was exploring and my imagination whatever. And I noticed some shit was leaking down there, and I would have told my dad. And I was like, this might be nothing, but there's some like. It looks like oil or something leaking, and my dad's like, Duh! and when he tells me, when I tell him where the leak is, he's like, Bwah! he runs down there and he fixes it. And then I'm walking around, and I notice now on the other side of the boat, there's a clear liquid leaking. And so I said, I was worried I was bothering him. Like, I, like I'm just going to keep going up there every five minutes to tell him about some leak, and there's some leak, and he wants to get like, oh my god, and he goes down there and fixes it. I don't remember what it was that was leaking, but I did find out that had I not told my father, that boat would have gone up in flames. So I guess I saved my own life, too. But my stepmother, as a reward for saving my father's life, bought me the game that I wouldn't shut up about. She went and found it. It was Mega Man 6. She found it, and she brought it to me. And you'd, you'd have heard the hallelujah chorus. You'd have heard it in the air. when that, when she It wasn't even a birthday or anything, and I didn't understand the gravity of what I had done. 
And just all of a sudden, for no reason, here's the one thing in this world you've always wanted in your life at your young age. The one thing <laughs> that I, that would be the greatest thing someone could possibly hand you. And for no holiday or occasion, I am handing it to you now. Here, have it. I knew you'd risk your life for Mr. Mega Man. <laughs> so... Oh man, I love me some Mega Man 6. Had the best soundtrack, the best graphics, the best enemies, the my favorite Robot Master roster. Oh, it was beautiful! And you can do the cool rush suits with the flying. Oh, Mega Man 6, make me fan. Make me fan myself. And then Mega Man 7, I still remember. It's on Super Nintendo! It's just Super Nintendo! I mean, I didn't know that it was going to be one of the worst Mega Man games, but... To this day, I still swear that game has one of the best rosters of Robot Masters ever. Like, I just flipped through that book. That was, like, the best part. You see, you're getting my joy here, people. You're getting my joy of the fucking, just, the, it's like Christmas with the new Robot Masters. So, this is, this was, like, when I was a kid, I used to draw fucking Mega Man levels and bosses. This would be 90% of what would be in my drawing book. You go through, what would Cody draw when he was a kid? It's like, Mega Man, Mega Man, Mega Man, Mega Man, Mega Man. What I'm saying was I might have had a, a twinge of an obsession growing up. A twinge. Maybe a, a twinge. Mega obsession? <laughs> it's, it's a love in my heart. So, what I, I, a lot of people said... When we were doing video game show, you should do a Mega Man episode. You should do a Mega Man episode. And I was like, ah, I can't do a Mega Man episode. It'll just basically devolve into what you just heard. Just me rambling about Mega Man, how wonderful it is for an hour and a half. Uh, but then ideas popped into my head. And we already did the Sonic episode. We did the Castlevania episodes. It was like an unprompted video game a thon. So I was like, you know what? We could do a Mega Man episode. You know why? Because there was cartoon shit, especially a. An OVA, it, 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 I was reminded of it. It was a Mega Man anime. It was a three-episode OVA. Many of you might not know about it. Once we tell because you about it. Because it sucks. Yeah, maybe what you tell you about it, you're going to wish you didn't know about it. It is a, is a quote-unquote wonderful thing called uh, Mega Man Upon a Star. Although that's just the title of the middle one. That's what the, in, the OVA as a whole is usually referred to as the middle episode. I mean, the second episode. More commonly, it is also referred to as fake and gay. <laughs> so it's the title for the whole thing. Mega Man Saves Japanese Christmas. <laughs> Mega Letdown. Yeah, um, and what's crazy about this, and especially crazy when we get to what's in the OVA. Oh, Jesus. This, was, this evolved into the Ruby Spears cartoon. Which is the far superior product. <laughs> yeah? Yes, yes. Um, basically, from what I can gather... The OAV was in 95? No, 93. The OAV was in 93, and in 95, it was brought to America. They gave it to the American licensors. They got the, only the first episode. They dubbed it, and they never released it to the public. I can only assume because they looked at this thing and said, this is shit! <laughs> well, yeah. We can never sell this! So they, they, they shelved it, but the the folks who I guess made the OAV like the Japanese studio produced a promo for a Mega Man animated series. You can find this, I believe, on YouTube. Uh, includes some things that that are reminiscent of what you would see in the Ruby Spears cartoon, including some of the shots, the Mega Man pointing the Buster pose at the uh, Mega Man pointing the Buster at the camera pose. It looks like the OAV, but has the like. 
it's more oriented like the Ruby Spears cartoon with the it's exciting plow Dr. Wiley um it's uh so at, at some point through mysteries and, and subterfuge that OAV became that promo and that promo became the Ruby Spears cartoon I don't know at what point they're like we got to take everybody in this and make them beefy and adult looking but they did then they went back in 2008 they went back and got the rights to those other two OAV episodes. And then it was in 2008, 2003. Or maybe it was 2008. One of those two. 2000 and then a number with two bumps. Uh, might be 2000B. I don't know. I like but, things that have two bumps. Oh, yeah. Uh, if you keep with your smart math, your head will have two bumps. <laughs> I shake my fist. Uh, so... They went back and licensed the remaining two episodes of the OAV, dubbed those in English, and then released them to the public. Um, I, f- I think it was ADV put them out, put it out. Let me take a look, actually. The, there's this wonderful thing called the Internet. The Internet has information. Wait, really? Yeah. Uh, Let's see. Uh, I didn't realize until we were preparing for this episode, but I'd seen part of the OVA before because I... I recognized the Dr. Wiley's a ninja clip from something years ago. (laughs) And I wondered, does this make any more sense in context? And it turns out it doesn't. (laughs) That I, I died laughing when that happened, especially because I watched it dubbed and Scott McNeil still plays Wiley in the, the English WAV. So it's, it's, I mean, he's not doing the exact voice he does in the Ruby Spears. It's a little higher pitch and with less of an accent, but the accent's still there. Uh, and is like, little did you know I'm a ninja! <laughs> uh, All of the sudden. Yeah, really. So let's see, it was, um, 2002. So I was wrong on my exact year. But it wasn't made available to the public until 2005. And it was ADV, yes. So it was, this is the release of the thing, and it, and it's because it's so bad. Don't 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 get anything else in your head. Any other reasons this might know? It this took so it was so difficult to get this out because it is so bad. You it was they were it was they were apprehensive to put this out yeah, <laughs> because they're really. not going to make their money back. It was also Japanese as fuck. Oh God, yeah. Uh, so made in ninety three, dubbed in ninety five, scrapped. It reworked somehow into the Ruby Spears cartoon. Then the rest was acquired in two th- and dubbed in 2002 and the release of the public in 2005. Hmm. It's three episodes. It's like the Mega Man and Dr. Wily and other Mega Man characters come out of the game into the real world. They're pulled out of the game world. It's like a shitty they're... fanfic plot. Yeah, it's kind of like that weird Sonic Live comic. No. Oh. But, like, yeah. in reverse, like, instead of pulling the kids into the game, it takes the game into the kids' world. Yeah, and the kids become friends with Mega Man. So it's like, and the kid is also helping Mega Man, well, I say helping in air quotes. But he gets to go with him and fly all over Japan, and somehow his parents aren't worried. Was this someone's self-insert fan fiction? It feels like it. It feels like it was mine. Because I'm watching that, that first scene, that kid just, just desperately trying to play Mega Man into the Wii out, like, 
playing at shit when he th- everyone thinks he's asleep and was like, yeah, I feel you, kid. I was there. As as the same as the same My shit. My cock was there. Yeah, and the rest of me too. Yeah, like I feels like it might have been mine. Maybe I wrote this as a child. It wasn't ninety three. I would have been old enough. <laughs> so I mean, it's this is about what I would have done if you would have given me a a budget. If you said, Cody, you can make you can make an animated series about anything you want, but you only get three episodes. It, me in ninety three would be like, I'm making Mega Man. Alright, what do you what do you want to do about? I will pull Mega Man for the games, and we're gonna fight Doctor Wily. <laughs> According to my impression, I was a borderline retarded child. I would have just made it three episodes of nothing but Proto Man humping the air. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we're getting to that later. <laughs> Plasma so, uh... power. <laughs> So anyway, so Mega Man and you know, they come Japan out of the game. Japan doesn't have Mr. Lincoln. <laughs> yeah, too bad, really. But um, one of the things worth noting is this was dubbed by the Ocean Group, so it's the, the you know Canadian team, same people that dubbed the I mean, want to dub but produce the the Ruby Spears cartoon. Like I said, Scott McNeil, the doctor, the English Doctor Wiley, everybody knows and loves, is Doctor Wiley in this, and Doctor Light is the same voice, and a lot of other people are in it. Like that are in the cartoon, but they don't play the same role. So sadly, we don't get fucking Muggsy Cutman. Uh, but one thing that I found funny was the kid that plays Mega Man in the first episode, because he has uh, since grown up by the time they recorded the second two. Uh, is an actor is it that went on to play a psychopath in Hobo with a Shotgun. <laughs> So the whole time Mega Man's talking, like, we gotta stop Dr. Wilding! He's a hobo with a shotgun, psychopathic killer. Hobo with a Mega Buster. (laughs) Uh, I I will say, though, I did get a couple bits of enjoyment from the OVA, and it was straight up the opening bit from Red Letter Media's Rogue One review. It was straight up me... I know what that is! Clapping. Uh, it is shameless, and I will admit it, because damn it, it is childhood love. When fucking that opening bit from that first episode is awesome, though. Just on its own. It's fucking Mega Man fighting the Robot Masters from Mega Man 5 with, like, sick ass animation. It's fucking Napalm Man firing missiles, all that fucking crisp, clean animation. Fuck yeah! That's my shit! And then you get Japan instead. Yeah, and it's like, this is fucking awesome! And then it's like, oh, it's two fucking Japanese kids. It's fuck! Fuck this noise. I was getting nerdy, too, because at this point I didn't care, so I'm just dicking around, and I'm bored. So I'm, at this point, just joking to myself. Also, they completely wasted Proto Man. Like, all he is is basically near the end of... Pretty much every episode when there's a crisis, he just pops out and briefly helps Mega Man and then goes back into the video game. Yeah. That's it. Like, I mean, okay, you got all this shit from the games, but then, like, weird little random things will be wrong, and it activates Asperger's within me. Like, the opening scene, he's playing Mega Man 5. First of all, he goes through the boss door, and the door goes... Like, no! That is not the noise! He didn't even that jump through a... the boss door. 
Yeah! And you just walk through that? No. First of all, that noise is a happy noise that is, fills any Mega Man fan with joy. It is that wonderful sound of that boss door. You know that sound. You love that sound. And he didn't make that sound. Is that... You didn't even make a... That's the best part! And then when he goes through the boss, man, what you always gotta do is you gotta jump so Mega Man freezes in the air in that jump pose when it slides into the boss room. It's what you always do. You always jump through the door and that little Japanese faggot didn't jump through the door. <laughs> He's playing it wrong. You don't See, deserve if, to be friends with Mega Man, Yuta. Yeah, you don't even jump through the boss door. But, uh... And then he's fighting Starman. I'm sitting here watching. It's like they got the actual fucking 8-bit music from the game playing, which is neat. Although they couldn't get the sound effects from the game for some reason. But he's fighting Starman. And Starman is doing his attack with the Star Crash. He's the shield boss of that game because there's always a shield boss. And then he fires the stars and he fires them in a row? Like, bitch, no, he shoots the shield! What the fuck is this? This is what I'm talking about. I'm getting aspergic watching this. What the fuck is this mess? And he's like, all, all I had to do was beat him and I get to Wily. And like, what are you doing fighting Starman last? <laughs> well, I get, but then again, that was, I guess, that was the recommended order back then. I was, you gotta fight Gravity Man first and Gravity Man is weak to Starman. So I guess a lot of people would have fought Starman last. But still, I fought Stone Man first. Point is... Why would you get the lamest weapon first? Yeah. And, like... Fucking... If you fight Stone Man first, you can save Napalm Man to last, and he's the best one in five, so it's like he should be last. Come on. You always, always save your favorite robot master for last. That is the code! <laughs> is there a rum heck that replaces everyone with Napalm Man? I wit! Yes, it's called Mega Maker. <laughs> <laughs> oh fuck but... the wily ufo pops up it's napalm man <laughs> <laughs> you get to the credits dr light is another napalm man except with a beard <laughs> you are just describing my dream game i actually made back back in high school I would, as, like, as a side thing, I was dicking around with Multimedia Fusion, which was Click, yeah, it was Click Team Fusion, but it was Multimedia Fusion at the time, and I made a Napalm Man game, and I have it. And I will release it to the public for the first time after this episode goes up. I will release that shit. It's, it's sort of unfinished. I technically finished the, the single-player game, but what I was doing was I was setting up so you can unlock stages by finding these little icons hidden in the stages you unlock bonus stages you could play from the main menu and if you beat those stages you could play any of those bonus stages or the boss rush as other robot masters and i had them programmed in but i was making a demo so i dummied that out and then i lost the files so i can't ever access all that shit that i made and i made some dope shit and you can't get to it anymore, but you can still play the whole first single-player campaign where you play as Napalm Man, and it's really kind of janky because I made it in, like, the early 2000s, early to mid-2000s, and I was just learning how to do this shit, but it's still, I think it's fucking dope. The final boss fight with Yellow Devil flooding a city with yellow shit, and he throws cars at you. I thought it was, I think it's fucking pretty dope. But you'll be able to see what you folks think because I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to make it available for download with this episode. So that's 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 gonna be cool, but yeah. Point is, 
fucking got they got details wrong about Mega Man Five, and I'm very autistic about that. Um, it's the whole first episode that he pull, pulls him out of the game. He got the Wily capsule right. Uh, pulls him out of the game, and it, well, Wily gets out first. He's like, "Hey, the kid fell asleep with the game on. That means I can leave for some reason." The lore of this world is very confusing. Like, is this kid the only one that can access Mega Man? Or is it just the Mega Man of his game? Is there like a different Mega Man and Wily and all that in each copy of Mega Man, each Mega Man game? Like, how does this work? Whatever. Wily crawls out and the Mega Man gets out to chase him. Wily seemingly dies. He falls out like a three-story apartment building face first on the pavement with enough force to leave an imprint. (laughs) But no, he's fine, apparently. No. No, this, this motherfucker... Yeah, the characters look out the window the next day and they see this wily-shaped imprint. <laughs> and then fucking... Wily takes Wiley over... Coyote. An, takes over an amusement park. And he's got the, the enemies from Mega Man 5. And again, and again, I saw the enemies and I clapped. And I was, I was yelling... Because again, I'm, at this point, I'm fucking around bored, so I'm... I'm just sitting by myself yelling at the screen like I'm a black man at a movie theater. I was yelling, you know, you're supposed to throw the boulders off your head. If you just throw the boulders, he wouldn't be kicking your ass. But they didn't throw the boulders. They don't listen to me. They're cartoon characters. They can't hear me. Um, so he beats up, but then they all combine. And I'm sitting there watching, thinking, are they tur- are they- they're turning into Yamato, man. What the fuck? Mega Man 6 wasn't out yet, and then no, it's Samurai Man, but it looks just like fucking Yamato Man, just a little different. And as for his turn Samurai Man, I'm like, Dr. Wally, you stone cold racist. <laughs> He's appropriating their culture. <laughs> Literally, because he then dresses in a ninja outfit and uses a smoke bomb. <laughs> yeah, he's Wily Court's the best moment ever. The fucking robot. Mega Man tries using the powers from Mega Man 5, and I get a little spurging again because he uses Power Stone, and that's not how Power Stone works. You don't just throw a shitload of rocks. It's it's spinning two rocks. It's spin. And he uses charge kick, but it isn't accurate because it actually does something. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I had a lot of fun with this, as bad as it was, for obvious reasons. I'm a fucking Mega Man dork. You know, I like the fact. Well, sort of like the fact that. Even in the Japanese version, like, the characters, Mega Man and Dr. Wily and so on, like, they don't know what the fuck Japan is, apparently. <laughs> so, that basically means that once, doc- once Dr. Wily came into Japan, he then checked out what Japan was, and apparently became a massive weeaboo, <laughs> considering that he not only built a gigantic combo robot called Samurai Man with a katana... <laughs> That he attempted to fight Mega Man with, but also then dressed himself in a ninja outfit and well, learned how to be a ninja. Well, obviously he knew what a ninja is because he made Shadow Man in Mega Man Three. Okay, and Shadow Man was a ninja. Learn your Mega Man history. <laughs> I guess by that logic, it was just coincidence because he doesn't know what Japan is. Yeah, he just said uh, ninjas are cool. <laughs> <laughs> then how the fuck do they know what ninjas are if they don't know what Japan is? Look. Look, the lore of this world is very complex. There are many unanswered questions. <laughs> many, many unanswered questions. So he makes a giant samurai man. And Mega Man can't beat it. So then 
he he's like he runs to school because apparently he needs this kid's help, I guess, to turn on his game. He just can't go to the kid's house and turn the system on. But he's like, no, I'm in school. You gotta wait. So he Mega Man actually waits like on the roof. <laughs> that idiot. And then Doctor Welly shows up because oh yeah, <laughs> that's right. That was a thing I was in the middle of doing. Doctor Welly, the giant robot. <laughs> <laughs> kind of thought he'd just wait for me there. Uh, Doctor Welly shows up uh, at the at school, and this is in the nineties. So by the way, this is when uh, the school uniform for girls still had the fucking like show them legs girls thing going on. Which is weird. Because everything's drawn in that cutesy, chibi, Mega Man style. So it just made it, a little, made it a little uncomfortable for a moment there. And then Dr. Wily storms up. And he's like, what's up? I heard it's gym class. I'm ready to kick ass. And Mega Man's like, nuh-uh. So he sees that soccer ball, because they make note that the Japanese sure do like baseball and soccer ball. Yeah, they literally say it like that. Yeah. Well, maybe not exactly the way I said it, but yeah. Uh, no, it's, talks it's, like, it's literally the line, like, the favorite sports of the Japanese are soccer and bas- and baseball. Yeah. Pretty much. But uh, also Rush talks, and I don't For like that. Reason. Rush don't. didn't talk. Yeah, That's it, a mistake Ruby Spears also makes. It's, it's creepy. <laughs> well, like, if Ruby Spears at least tries to make him, like, fucking scooby-doo on trucker speed <laughs> but like he is literally scrappy-doo because he's a robot blah scrap metal be do but a joke. i know you fucking kraut anyway <laughs> so so but in this one it's it's just regular talking and it's the guy that played cut man in the ruby spears cartoon so and he doesn't make any scissor puns and it just pisses me off. <laughs> so the, the oh, there's a soccer ball. So Mega Man equips Charge Kick, and and Charge Kicks the Mega Man soccer ball. This is before Mega Man Soccer was a game they made, and it's fucking fun. It's the dumbest game idea ever, but it's fucking great. Mega Man Soccer, it's real. But he kicks the soccer ball. That's and what happens after Mega Man Ten. Like in the <laughs> in the X timeline, Mega Man has just just become a soccer player. That's why he's not around. It wasn't any cataclysm. He didn't get blowed up or anything. No, he's just been playing soccer all these years. But uh, he kicks the soccer ball really hard from charge kick, and it busts a hole in Samurai Man, and he spews all his Met Tool guts. Oh, also. That is, that is exactly also the reason why Mega Man, among other things, why Mega Man is better than X. Like, what happened? Mega Man didn't die, but X like, got his ass kicked. So, so there. What Suck happened it. with X? He died. Oh, he's straight up He yeah. sacrificed himself because he's gay or something. <laughs> oh, yeah, because X had to get made into a biometal eventually. Yeah, which was the gayest shit. But we'll get to that, I guess. The Mega Man lore gets goofy. Yeah, I, I have opinions about ZX. <laughs> so uh and then the second episode oh yeah and the first episode after after blows up samurai man dr wiley within the span of hours builds a full working base in a volcano in mount fuji a full volcano base and fuck or is this the second episode was the second no this is the second episode wait or is the first 
Which one had the volcano base? The first I one. I don't remember. It all blurs together. Yeah, it really does. Yeah, I watched them all at once. It was just this blur of Japan, Japan, Japan is the <laughs> land of wonder. <laughs> it really is. Like, they go over the most minor of Japanese holidays. And every time Mega Man is amazing, like, wow, this is so cool and great and traditional. I'm having so much fun learning I feel about like... Japan. With the way that this was poured to America and became the framework for the Ruby Spears cartoon, I think the idea was they wanted to make this was a pilot for a series and it was going to be educational. Like Mega Man would come out of the game world and learn things about the world, and just Japan was the first thing because, well, what do we know? We're going to teach Mega Man about fucking fish? No, fucking teach him about Japan. So does that uh, mean, so... like, in the not made fourth episode, they would have gone to a soap land or something like that? <laughs> Like I can't already just picture like Mega Man goes into into the room there and then Roll is there. <laughs> and then it's really awkward. <laughs> it oh, just, I'll get to it. It impacts every scene because like Roll gets her ass kicked and is lying there dying. She's like, My one regret is I never got to wear a kimono. <laughs> yeah, really. Hey, Roll has a voice that can cut glass. <laughs> In the dub, I don't know which version y'all saw. I watched Japanese the Japanese one. one. Yeah, she has a really high pitched voice, and it sounds like processed. Like this, it's already obviously a woman, and they took her voice and made it sound like it made it higher. So he looked up who played her. It's the uh, it's the cunt who plays Pinkie Pie. Hmm. In My Little Pony. So literally, if you want to imagine what Roll sounds like in the English dub of this OAV. Well, OVA, the, the fuck order you put those letters in? Just take Pinkie Pie and pitch her the fuck up. So in other words, she's Pinkie Pie. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> anyway. So Dr. Wiley, in a span of hours, there was a YouTube comment. I was watching these on YouTube. And there's a comment that I loved that someone said. And it was, you know, Wiley only had like a few hours and he managed to design and construct a volcano base. Veil aside, the logistics of, in, involved with that must have been incredible and he deserves credit for orchestrating that in secret. Not to mention being the most talented industrial designer in the world by orders of magnitude. Plus the fact that Mount Fuji is a tourist attraction. How the fuck did nobody notice? <laughs> the dude's really good. I mean, he is a hundred. <laughs> and he made hundreds of robot master knockoffs. And that was another, uh, like, I clapped moment, because Mega Man busts in there, and, and what's waiting for him? Fucking Dark Man, the Dark Men. First is Dark Man 1, then who busts out? Dark Man 2. There's Dark Man 3 hiding in the ceiling, and then, boom, boom, motherfucking Dark Man 4 looking badass. And then busts in the room with Wiley, and Wiley's like, got a surprise, bitch. Opens the door, uh, hits the button, who pops out? All the robot masters from Mega Man 5. I, I I totally fucking red letter mediated. Actually, point. that's another I... that's another complaint I have about the OVA. It's the fact that the robot masters are complete and utter jobbers in this series. Oh yeah, absolutely. Like they all get defeated with one shot. It's like Mega Man just casually goes through six robot masters. Like boom, 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 dead. <laughs> yeah, but I got to see them, and yeah. they were animated. And it wasn't like Ruby Spears. It was their traditional art style. That was the one. The biggest positive I can say about the OVA, if you want to see a Mega Man animated as he is drawn traditionally in, in his traditional art style, there you go. 
Like the Again, Masters get so completely and utterly owned every time they show up, it kind of makes you wonder why Wiley even bothers with them. But what pissed me off, though, you're making up all these robot masters out of nothing, like these made-up Samurai Man, and, and it's funny, um, is Magma Man in the Japanese, but they changed to Lava Man in the English, which is good because we already have a Magma Man now. <laughs> Hindsight. What pissed me off is they spend an hour on Japanese holidays. It's like, all right, Mega Man, it's time to learn about Tanavada. And then you have actual Robot Masters show up and, oh, they're gone two seconds later. Yeah. I mean, I I enjoyed seeing them. This is my boy Gyro Man. Yeah, there's Crystal Man. I was like, there's Crystal Man. That ain't what he shoots. Why is he shooting energy rings? That ain't what Crystal Man shoots. Like, all Uh, right, Mega Man's fighting the robot. And it's over. Yeah. Look, he is very busy carrying a shrine, okay? <laughs> like, this is what I signed up for. I want to see the Robot Masters. That's what I always loved as a kid. Fuck Mega Man. He's just there for me to explore the levels to get to the good shit, which is the Robot Masters. You know, the and... one thing that made me laugh about this entire series is, I think it was the second or third episode. I don't quite remember. But at the beginning, we see Mega Man in the game. And I think it was the second one. And then there's Roll, and she has this armor, and she's like, I'm going to fight with you too. The third one. That was the third one. That was the third one, yes. And uh, then they immediately get sucked out of the game into the real world by the main characters because, I don't know, like they wanted them to show them some more Japanese holidays or some shit. Yeah, like the first two episodes, there was some pretense for them getting out, some kind of glitch or... Or happening Dr. brings Wiley. them out. <laughs> yeah, Dr. Wily getting out and doing shit. And the third game is just, Mega Man, we want you to celebrate New Year with us. Get out of here. <laughs> <Pretty much, laughs> yeah. They're, just, they're just, just pulling them out of the game now. They're just they're exploiting their privileges. <laughs> they need to check their privilege. But yeah, Roll and Mega Man get pulled out of the game. And Roll just for no reason loses her armor. And then she does nothing the entire episode. <laughs> like she got completely cock-blocked. <laughs> the one time she actually tried to do anything in the series, like against the giant tornado that Dr. Wiley made, like she flies the time machine that they have into the tornado. I'm going to do something and it gets completely wrecked. <laughs> and she like, is you know, worse than useless. And it's like, you know, a, a, a tornado, that would have been uh, something you could have used gyro for. Maybe, you know, gyro man could have actually played a role. You could have been present for more than three seconds and thrown the gyro off his back to cut a platform when he could generate gyros endlessly, but no, he had to throw the one attached to him, losing his ability to fly, so he falls off a platform himself and gets busted up. I'm just no, getting no, so no, no, no. autistic right now. Autistic rage just coming, seeping through. I want to know why Roll is so worthless in this. Did the writer have a grudge against her? Because no, every I, every scene, she's like, Mega Man, I'm not going to just watch, I'm going to help you. And then she gets her ass kicked. <laughs> I think I know why exactly. She, she makes everything be- worse every time. It's because the Mega Man in this series is so goddamn overpowered. I mean, look at him just casually defeating six robot masters. <laughs> like, that nigger is cheating. He don't even have to charge, so- he just says Super Mega Buster and he fires his fucking death shot. Well, yeah, he does charts. have the ability to make Eddie spew out like a dozen power-ups at once. Yeah. Yep. So that motherfucker is obviously using cheat codes or some shit, so therefore <laughs> they needed Roll to, to hinder him. 
That fucking that fucking kid was using Game Genie, and that's why Mega Man's so overpowered. That, mother- that little kid had cheat devices hooked up to his fucking NES. Little bastard. If Roll didn't make it more difficult for him, like the series would be over in five minutes. It's fucking bullshit, man. My, my boy Doctor Wily getting sandbags. Yeah, off. really. Not to mention they had a fucking time machine. Yeah. That okay, that's that's another machine. thing that annoyed me because they're like, we better stop Doctor Wily in time. In time for what? You can go to any time you want. And fucking, first of all, he's got a time machine. You know when else he had a time machine? Backstory for Mega Man 2 for Game Boy. Could have brought Quint in here. I mean, nobody likes Quint, but it still would have been a reason to bring in Quint. We couldn't have Quint. You got fucking meteors. Oh, Dr. Wilde's gonna drop some meteors. You know who had meteors in his fucking stage? Starman. Could have used fucking Starman. No. We don't get, we don't get nice things. We could have had Starman do cool shit. With stars. No, nope. we, we needed more Japan. No, we need more fucking Japan. We need Roll getting be, sucking. <laughs> I laughed audibly when Roll when they panned out Roll with the kimono, especially when it fucking showed her face. She had a fucking geisha makeup on. This is the funniest she, damn thing I ever saw. She looked like a fucking she looked like a goddamn midget prostitute. Yeah, I was I was about to say yeah, she looked like a geisha prostitute. <laughs> no, I mean at least physically she's the right age for one. <laughs> Piss me off. Make, make, get me all autistic. Fucking Mega Man over here getting me autistic as shit. But yeah, it was shit. That fucking Big. robot thought. Also, the third episode Roll is thought. pretty... <laughs> they use the plot of that third episode in, in the Ruby Spears cartoon of Mega Man goes to the future, now Wily has taken over, and it's a shithole. They yeah. did that in Ruby Because Spears, that makes and, sense. And it was way better. Yeah, because fucking Mega Man goes to the future means he wasn't there anymore. And the whole time until he reappears, so Wiley's like, no more Mega Man, take over. And he does. <laughs> but then it doesn't make sense how he takes over the fucking OVA, at least in the Ruby Spears cartoon. He's like, I got a fucking army of robots, so I'm just going to march in and fucking take this shit. Actually, speaking of, am I remembering this wrong, or was there not a scene at some point where Mega Man eats? Yeah, but he eats power-ups. You remember he tries... I actually... Kind of laughed at this. He tries to eat the power pellet from the Mega Man games with chopsticks, and he can't do it. I thought it was so stupid. It was great. <laughs> Just flat. The power pellet was like fucking eggs. <laughs> yeah, it's like perfectly round eggs. eggs. It's a power what pellet. He's gonna eat it with fucking chopsticks. <laughs> it's the dumbest thing I ever saw. <laughs> this whole thing was so stupid. Chopsticks could- are dumb. I couldn't watch at certain points. This is this is like my fucking childhood treasure. And then they're going all the fucking oh Japan. Let's talk about a fucking festival. Fuck your festival. I want to see some robot masters. Get off that fucking mountain. Also, Shut nobody up. cared about those kids. <laughs> yeah, really. Fucking Actually, speaking speaking of them. Their parents were surprisingly accepting of the whole thing. <laughs> yes. It's like, yeah, this is Mega Man. He came out of the video game. They're like, yeah, okay. <laughs> they immediately accept the premise of Dr. Wily is real and is trying to destroy Japan. And then they tell the kid, okay, you better you stay in school. Go to school. That's more, yeah, that's more important. Well, at least like, that's in character for Japan, though. Mom, yeah, Dr. Wily's a... going to kill hundreds of millions of people. Stay in school, son. Yeah. It was <laughs> Gotta get into a good college. It was especially but, funny considering that the show that I watched immediately preceding this shitty OVA was Twin Peaks. <laughs> so it's kind of hilarious to see that same blasé attitude to 
borderline supernatural shit happening in the fucking Mega Man cartoon. <laughs> I do like how even with all of the... <clears throat> You know, all of the, look at how wonderful Japan is, they have the scene where Mega Man complains about how shitty the commuter trains are. <laughs> <laughs> well, they are. But there is one scene that I, I, I laughed quite a bit because of current events, and it's in, you think you know what I'm talking about, it's in the third episode, when we see Wily's Super Typhoon create a huge tidal wave that smashes a Japanese city and, and floods it. Mm-hmm. Under the water, <laughs> I hope there's no reactors nearby. <laughs> <laughs> Rutro, it's my Russian prayer. It's uh, Fukushima. And the Fukushima, the earthquake, the flood, oh. and and then the reactor. Well, the it's okay lies. because Mega Man made Doctor Wily be Santa for a day to make up for it <laughs> for destroying an entire city. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and I'm pretty sure everyone died. Like the flood wave just crashed into everything. Yeah, so that was that was worse than what hit Fukushima. So yeah, I'm pretty sure everybody's dead. Unless Doctor Wily can actually shit. revive the dead, I don't think a few presents are going to make up. For well, it. they were killed by a video game character, so I guess maybe video game law applies, so they have extra lives. <laughs> I guess I don't so. Know. I, oh, also, uh, I, I also love that bit where Mega Man was actually shocked and appalled that the main character had school after school until, like, nine or whatever. <laughs> Honestly, so was I. I mean, like, Jesus, fuck. There's just, oh, you're finished, with school for the, you're finished with school for the day? Well, here's more school until it's night. Fuck you. <laughs> yeah, that's how it really is in Asia. That's gay. Glad we don't live in Asia. We could just enjoy the the good shit they send us, the good shit they make, without having to deal with their awful culture. <laughs> Why do you think that with conditions the way they are in the anime industry, they're still able to find people willing to be animators? Because that's a step up from their school conditions. It's like, yeah, oh, yeah. I gotta sit in a box for 18 hours a day drawing stuff? Okay. <laughs> i already been doing that since I was four years old. <laughs> also explains why they're amount of dating and so on is so minuscule because like what the fuck are you even gonna do if you're just gonna either work or be in school pretty much the entire 24 hours at least at least here i'm drawing titties instead of doing math tests so yeah i guess being an animator would be a step up but yeah that was i don't think there's much else to say about the ova it's shit but I got enjoyment out of just seeing stuff I like on screen. That I like wonder stuff. though, like why Roll's super outfit had a heart on it. Like, what is Doctor Light sexist? No, she probably designed it. She's a girl. She likes girly things. She's a girly girl. I do like uh, Mega Man's super glasses he uses to see through time. <laughs> oh yeah, it just makes him look like he has Google eyes. <laughs> like uh, uh, Doctor Light says to him, like Mega Man, take these shades. He's <laughs> like, okay, Doctor Light, and I'm just immediately thinking Doctor Light, just immediately picture Doctor Light say, aren't they cool? Okay, now back to Doctor Wily. Oh, I just realized <laughs> Roll was actually technically useful once because in the first episode she did beat up Wily twice. <laughs> so there's that. Also, for some reason. Like, Wily's little knockout spray works on Roll, even though she's a robot! I thought the same exact thing. Like, that's some really good spray. How's it not affecting him? Because <laughs> it must be fucking strong. And then she gets back up anyways. Like, what the shit? 
Oh, fuck. The, the highlight, though, of that was Scott McNeil's Dr. Wily. I don't know why. Well, yes, it's Capcom. They're retards. But he really should be the official voice of Dr. Wily. If they ever fucking get their heads out of their asses and bring that franchise back and bring it back in any capacity where there is voice, and, st- and I'm not talking about that awful Ben 10 cartoon that they're making, uh, Scott McNeil needs to play Dr. Wily. He always needs to be the one playing Dr. Wily. Fucking fly his ass in from Canada if you have to. It's, it's like um, Mike Pollock, Dr. Eggman. Mike Pollock is Dr. Eggman. You don't have anyone else voice Dr. Eggman life. except Mike Pollock. So that's the same thing with Dr. Wily. You don't get anybody else but Scott McNeil. He needs to be Dr. Wily. Speaking I of just... Dr. Wily, like in the Ruby Spears cartoon, what the fuck was up with that accent? Like, what is that? <laughs> it's like a cartoony German accent. It's an evil accent. <laughs> he's not from any country, he's just evil, and that's why he speaks that way. <laughs> he's from the country of mad science. That's oh, why he has okay, a so mad he is si- German. Yes, he has a mad scientist accent. So, I guess that we move on to the Ruby Spears cartoon, because this OAVA, somehow, through a whole host of channels, ended up becoming the Ruby Spears cartoon. And boy, let me tell you, as a kid, oh man, I still remember when I found out this was a thing. I still remember sitting in my aunt's basement, and she, uh, they were babysitting me. And I was an easy kid to babysit, because you just, you just put me in front of a TV, give me some paper to draw on, and some video games, you never hear a peep. So I fucking, I remember I saw a commercial, I was like, oh, the stunness in my brain, Mega Man, cartoon, Lord, Lord, did I please, how did I please you so? Tell me, I will do it every day. Mega Man cartoon, it is as if a pipe dream is no longer a pipe dream, but a pipe reality. Oh, it's beautiful, it's beautiful. And then, oh, there's toys now. A line of toys, Mega Man toys. Ah, it's beautiful. Life is a gift. Did the toys have that weird adult Mega Man design? Yes. (laughs) There was two lines of toys. They had the big action figures, and they had little, like, little model things, like the little still, they're in a pose, and they're, like, soft plastic. I had all of those. I had them all. I wanted to get the big ones, but I could never find them. They never carried them in my local Toys R Us. Fuck you, my local Toys R Us. Fuck you. Simple. Fucking Mega Man. I want some fucking Robot Masters. Give me my fucking Robot Masters. They didn't have my fucking Robot Masters. Pissed. But, fucking Ruby Spears Mega Man, is, is they were weirdly adult and detailed. I didn't care. For me, that was great because it was like, it was experiencing these robot masters that I already loved. It was getting, there was like all over again. It was fresh and new. Every episode was like, who's going to be in this one? What robot masters await me this week? Well, it wasn't week. It was like weekday back then. That's the wonderful thing about 90s cartoons. Fucking five days a week, motherfucker. You didn't have to wait one episode a week. They just kept cranking them out. The designs really look like if they made a live-action Mega Man movie back in the 90s. It's like, all right, we have to make sure you can fit in the suit. Yeah. So everyone is realistically proportioned and six feet tall. Yeah, exactly. Like, but for me, I loved it as a kid because I was like, not only who's going to be in this one, but what are they going to look like? 
Are they going to look similar than I remember? Or are they going to look like crazy different? Is it going to be like Stone Man where he kind of looks like the same but he's got a little more detail? Or is it going to be like fucking Air Man where they just went nuts with his design? <laughs> Have you seen Ruby Spears Air Man? No. <laughs> no. I will pull up a picture. And I, and while I'm pulling up a picture, everybody listening is go Google Ruby Spears Air Man. I don't know because... if I was unlucky because in the episodes I watched, I only ever had Cut Man, Guts Man, Snake Man, and then one time Top Man. Yeah, you Snake Man appeared uh, aside from Cut Man, Cut Man, and Guts Man, who were there the most. Um, he he was probably the most recurring, but he wasn't in that many. Um, okay, here is a picture. It's small, so I'll get you a second one, and this shows his face. But this is Air Man in the Mega Man cartoon. This this is his face. What in the fuck? <laughs> this is incredible. That was that's his face. <laughs> He's so angry. <laughs> he has a face. The Chad Airman. <laughs> Oh, no, you joke, but that episode he was in was, like, the Virgin Iceman and the Chad Airman, because it was, like, Iceman was getting jealous of Airman because they found a way to hook this, like, Dr. Wally stole this, like, ice, like, freezing machine, and he hooked a hose at the back of Airman, so he would blow, like, this freezing, almost like a beam or a a blast of air, it was, like, liquid, like, that kind of liquid nitrogen effect that, like, insta-freezes everything, so he would blast from his fan this, like, Blast of of frozen air that like insta froze everything and then they shatter and like ah ha, ha. so it was like looks like Airman's a better Ice Man than Ice Man stuff like that and Ice Man's like grr I'm jealous <laughs> and so that whole episode was the Virgin Ice Man and the Chad Airman we all know the real Chad is Pharaoh Man <laughs> yeah we'll get to that ah. in a minute but but yeah like uh, Airman was even like picking on Ice Man and shit in that episode it's fucking great. The Ruby Spears cartoon was so stupid, but it was the best kind of stupid. I, I, I've said it before, it is the the room, or Birdem, I don't know if Birdemic, just not in the, the, the uh, production value. This is a better production value than Birdemic. But in terms of the so bad it's good classics that you have to see, it is that of video game adaptations. It doesn't have... The animation gets pretty damn bad, especially in some episodes. But it's never as bad as the Street Fighter cartoon was. You don't have moments like the incredible shrinking DJ, <laughs> which is one of my favorite animation gaffes of all time. <laughs> but it's but it's just in what happens in these episodes, it's just beautifully stupid. But it's stupid in the most fun way. Like, the OVA was stupid in a I-want-to-die way. Joy has been taken from my life. Shut up about <laughs> Japanese holidays. Ruby Spears cartoon had an episode where Dr. Light opens a school for robots. I don't know why. Robots don't need school, but now they do. He's teaching them robotics. (laughs) He makes a school for robots so he can teach robots to make robots. That is the fucking plot of this episode. And there's like. Isn't that a little inappropriate? I mean, that'd be like (laughs) making a school for humans where you teach humans how to make more humans. Yeah, yeah, it's called Sex Ed. Yeah, but, I know. That's what I'm saying. Like, isn't that but, technically but then, kind, of, kind of But what's insane is... I thought it was kind of ro- weird how that episode had Fuckbot in it. <laughs> <laughs> but these robots are all clearly made for being in school. There are cheerleader robots, football team robots. 
robot that looks like Kung Fu Man, the uh, the default character that comes with Mugen. I don't want to know what the sex ed robots look like. <laughs> oh, wait, and... we do know that. They look like Roll. <laughs> yeah, Roll gets an upgrade in this cartoon. Uh, but, like, I love that Kung Fu robot because he reminds me so much of YK Kim from Miami Connection. So the whole time I'm watching them, just calling this guy Miami Connection robot or YK Kim man. Like he's got, he has the voice. He's, is it would totally be called racist if it were made today. Like, he's got that fucking voice. I, I, I study fighting so I can fight robots like you, Mega Man. Mega's just hanging out. It. <laughs> Mega Man's just hanging out with these nobody robots and he's like, it's the worst fighting with this he, guy. He just, he just wants his plasma shake. <laughs> and Mega Man and Roll are in the school. I don't know why. I don't know why they have lunch. I don't know why they have dessert. They're robots. But they put mind control chips in the robots' dessert so that Wily can control all the students. <sighs> this is well, no, a real plot. No, you, and then they, getting, they infiltrate the plot here because Wily had to first infiltrate the school by having Top Man seduce Roll and steal her <laughs> student ID. Copy. Yes. Yes. And Top Man is like the cool kid in school. Top Man! Fucking Top Man! Say, my name's Top Man, but you can call me Toppy. So he, this whole, every line he says oozes with, yeah, I'm Top Man. <laughs> and then he, he attacks. <laughs> he just goes all supreme gentleman on her. And then, then, then we see him attack Mega Man. Now, you remember how <laughs> Top Man fights. <laughs> First... He takes the top out of his head. It becomes three tops that he throws, but he doesn't do that here. No, he just <laughs> skips right to topspin. Now remember how Top Man used topspin. He puts his arms out, and he's going to clothesline you, and he spins, and he's invincible while he spins, and he goes to the other side. That nope. ain't how he does topspin here. <laughs> he stiffens himself as much as possible. <laughs> he looks like the virgin from the Virgin Chad meme being talked to by a girl the way he stiffens up and then spins at Mega Man stiff as a board <laughs> arms he just glides down. across the ground like that his spine is at a perfect 90 degree <laughs> angle to the ground and his he just revs are... up and spins straight forward <laughs> and his legs are right together straight and his arms are straight down with, the, with his serious look on his face. <laughs> and then he does it a second time. <laughs> and Roll lifts him with like a magnet or something. He's still spinning like that. <laughs> and then she drops him in the middle of like the park or something. <sighs> also, I just realized if you remove the fan, Airman could be a Rob Liefeld character. He really could. Holy shit! Some of the some of the redesigns were great. And again, it was it was that was one of the fun things as a kid. Like not only were they, like who's it gonna be, but are they what are, what's their new look gonna be? I remember seeing Airman. It's like, oh, that's interesting. That's different. It's like it's, I mean, obviously it's amazing and how ridiculous it is, but they're like they what a lot of people don't seem to get too with this Ruby Spears cartoon is the people making it were absolutely fans. Like they they put in, they put in shit. I mentioned before the hand, uh, shout out. 
um, the, 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 the Mega Man production art hand pose, and then they did a little shout-out to that, which is like a deep cut. Um, they had Dark Man in an episode. An episode, and actually in a couple episodes, I remember, he was in like three episodes, and it was Dark Man 2. It wasn't even Dark Man 4, it was Dark Man 2, and he threw a net for some reason. Uh, they, 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 they pulled, that has like so many fucking robot masters in it. That was, again, that was part of the fun for me as a kid. Who, cause it's always gonna be Cut Man and Guts Man. They're the fucking, they're the, the henchmen. And then, who else is gonna be with him? Snake Man was the one that re, that reappeared the most, which I was fine with as a kid, cause I love snakes. So Snake Man was one of my favorites just by virtue of he was Snake Man. Uh, that was cool. Uh, Pharaoh Man was in one, and it was the greatest thing <laughs> ever. Pharaoh Man was one of my favorites as a kid. Probably at, at the time, Mega Man Four was the new one. He was my favorite ever. Uh, he's many people's favorite. He's still one of my top Robot Masters. And pic- picture your young Cody. You have your preferences for bad guys, and you, you Mega Man's all about the Robot Masters, and you love Pharaoh Man. All of a sudden, there's this episode. Pharaoh Man's in it. And then he, and he's like, Pharaoh Man, get Mega Man. Pharaoh Man don't just walk in from out of frame while the Mega Man fight music's playing, or the instrumental of the Mega Man theme's playing for the 80th time. No, 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 no. No, he busts in like a motherfucker, throws his double doors open, the camera's fucking dead on him, he's got glow behind him, and what, what do they do to redesign him? They gave him a fucking cape. Fucking badass cape. And then he opens, and he talks. He's got the greatest voice. Like, what do you command? Like, oh my god! And it's like, it's a fucking like, make, fair man, get me So you command, so it shall be done. He just keeps firing these fucking solar death rays, and Megaman's like, oh shit, this is far too strong. Fair man, you are greater than I am, and I'm. Oh my. He didn't actually say that. Obviously, this is how I'm hearing it as a kid. But oh my god, is this the greatest thing I've ever seen? And he, they chases him out of his mansion, and Mega Man, he's cornered, because Pharaoh Man, he is just too great. He's too powerful and mighty for the feeble Mega Man. So what does Mega Man do? He's like, yeah, I got your power. Oh no, usually every time he steals somebody's power with the hand touch, I got your power now, that robot master's out of commission. He, he like, steals the power. They don't have the power anymore, apparently. Yeah, what episode was it that had <clears throat> so Mega, Mega Man tricking... <laughs> Mega Man tricks Magnet Man into high-fiving him, and as soon as they touch Magnet Man's like, he's getting my power! (laughs) He just stands there and lets it happen. (laughs) I love that episode too as a kid, by the way, because Magnet Man was my favorite from 3, and he had, like, the starring bad guy role in that one. It was like, he was prominent in that. It was like, Magnet Man! And he's not just, like, silent in the background! Like fucking Stone Man and Drill Man were. You know, he had a prominent speaking role and everything. It was great. Had a good voice, at least. Yeah. Uh, so, not as good as Pharaoh Man, but who does? Uh, so, Pharaoh Man, you know, he's got my power. Nope. Like, now I got your power. <laughs> Pharaoh Man decks him in the face. <laughs> Pharaoh Man's like, fuck your shit, nigger. <laughs> I'm the king of kings. What's my name? What comes before man? Bitch! 
Migman's like, I can't take this motherfucker. He's too much of a bamf. Here, hold this. And he puts his fucking fountainhead in his hand or whatever. And then he takes Pharaoh Man's own blast and shoots the fountainhead. Doesn't blow up Pharaoh Man or anything. Just sends him flying away so that he can get Pharaoh Man the fuck away from him. So that Mega Man can save the day. Because ain't no day getting saved with Pharaoh Man's Terminator ass anywhere five feet of him. <laughs> and it was the greatest day of my life as a child when that aired and I saw that. I recorded that. I had it on VHS. And I watched the shit out of that episode. It was my jam. It was wonderful, magical time. I'm I to this day I see one written by Cody Byer, but no, young Cody Byer did not write that episode. Otherwise, Meg Man would have lost. There was another, and watching the show again, I realized there was another thing that I I pick up on now that I knew I loved as a kid, but wasn't like aware that I loved this as a kid. If you watch those episodes, you realize. For like two thirds of the episode, Doctor Wiley actually kicks a lot of ass up until the end. Even when he's like getting his ass kicked, like, "Oh, but I planned on this. I'm gonna get you, Mega Man." Like, not until the end of the episode does Doctor Wiley fail. Like up until then, it's like a like Cody Byers wild ride. Like, hey, Cody, look, check this out. It's Doctor Wiley and the Robot Masters. Look, look, they're just fucking everybody's shit up. Look at him. Look at him just fucking everybody's shit up for like twenty minutes, and it's great. Oh, it's the greatest thing I've ever seen in my young life. Like, look at this. Like, oh, I got an earthquake machine. I'm going to destroy this city. I'm just going to drill holes with my boys Drill Man and Stone Man. I love those robot masters. We know you do, Cody. We go, they're going to make some earthquakes and fuck this city up. Oh, I'm making them. I'm going to stop you. Get the fuck out of my house, Mega Man. We put a tracking device on your ass. Get the fuck out of here. Get out of here. I'm going to go back to leveling the city. I'm going to call the mayor. Hey, mayor. Fuck up. Guess what, motherfucker? You do what I say. You're gonna, you're gonna obey me. I'm gonna level your city. Mayor's like, no. And Doctor Wiley's like, all right, I'm gonna level your city. And he's like, well, we're gonna, all right, no, it's okay, Mister Mayor. I'm Doctor Light. I'm gonna make a device to stop all earthquakes, and I'm gonna, and it's gonna work, and I'm gonna stop Doctor Wiley. And Doctor Wiley's like, I fucking heard that from the transmitter. I ain't gonna let you do that. Oh, this tracking device. I see. Hey, is that where Doctor Light's lab is? Let me just. Drive my Wiley machine uh, down there, and I'm gonna make an earthquake. And he fucking levels Doctor Light's lab. He fucks all his shit up and wrecks his earthquake stopping machine. He's like, "Fuck you! I'm gonna go back and destroy the city." Okay, Mayor. Doctor Light's fucked. So I'm gonna, you you got another choice. You want baby? Mayor's like, "No." He's like, "Bye bye city." Doctor Wiley levels the whole city. Doctor Wiley leveled a whole city, and he's like, "Now we're gonna move on to New York City." And then Mega Man's like, no. And then he stops Dr. Wily's plan, but only after Dr. Wily had leveled the city. <laughs> Wily is so much obviously better than Light, it's funny. Because Light just doesn't do anything. He's just like, oh, Wily's trying to destroy the world. Go stop Mega Man. Wily's out there doing shit with his robot masters. <laughs> Not to mention, Wily made the superior robots in the end. Like, what happened to X, eh? Yeah. And what happened to Zero? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, he had to then star in also shitty games, but hey, at least he ain't dead. Maybe Zero games were fun. And I was more talking about ZX. Well, technically, he was also dead in that one, I think. But yeah, yeah, because at they... least he never died on screen, unlike X. And for yeah. the Zero games, Capcom were too too cowardly to make him the villain. Like Ina, uh, was it Inafune who wanted that? Yeah, he was like, "Hey, wouldn't it be cool if we had X as the villain?" No. No, it's copy X because we're pussies. <laughs> yeah, say what you will about Inafune. He knew what he was doing with Mega Man. Once he didn't have Mega Man anymore, he clearly didn't know what to do with himself. 
know, they really well, should have taken some cues from Ruby Spears for X's characterization. <laughs> yes. Incidentally, why did Zero have tits? They were just supposed to be chest lights. <laughs> yeah, but they looked like tits, though. That they wasn't what he was going for. That's why they got smaller. <laughs> Wiley was very lonely, okay? <laughs> <laughs> no, that's why I'm, I'm, I am convinced, because if you look at Zero's redesign, they're smaller. I'm convinced after the first game, someone went to Inafune. They look like boobs. Is that a girl? He's like, I'm just gonna, I'm gonna turn those down. I mean, down. he's got the hair, so. <laughs> yeah, that's why, yeah, that's what I'm saying. So, so, he, so he's looking at the zero design. I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna sh- turn those things down a little bit, shrink them up. See, clearly not boobs. <laughs> so, in other words, like, uh, well, I don't even need to make the joke with Dr. Light, but it seems like Dr. Wiley had a fetish for traps. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, have you ever been in a Wiley fortress? There's traps everywhere. <laughs> but uh yeah the ruby spears cartoon had an episode oh my god oh, i was just thinking back to this thinking back to this episode was magical because i didn't know it was coming see at the time they didn't have like commercials like on this week's episode of this show this is what's gonna happen no the episode just aired it was like a surprise every time you never know what's gonna happen because no one told you it's just there's a new episode. It's, it's just like a you box know what of chocolates. Exactly. You, you you know what time to tune in. Tune in, and fucking anything could happen. So you're sitting there. You're young, Cody. You're already fucking obsessed with Mega Man. You got a Mega Man cartoon. What robot masters await me this week? And all of a sudden, the title comes up, and you take him in and think, no, can't be, can't be, can't be that. And the title that comes up is Mega X. Like, no, no. Can't be, can't be. It's got to be something else. There's some other X thing involved in the episode, and that's going to be what it's going to be about. It's going to be, no, no, no. And then they talk about shit from the future, and then fucking Vile shows up? With Spark Mandrill for some reason. Spark Mandrill and Vile. Folks, I lost my shit. I turned into the N64 kit. Like, you know what I'm talking about? Nintendo 64! Of course, it's me, young me, from the TV, going, It's violent, Spark Mandrill! Losing my shit. And then they gotta call in, they, and then it's the fucking, the Mega Man of the future, Dr. Light builds him later. And it's like, I build, you build me, I'm here to stop Mavericks, I'm X. And I'm, I'm at this point just, foam is coming out of my mouth. Because Mega Man X just came out not long ago, and this was, like, amazing to me. It's like, it's like Mega Man, but it's on the Super Nintendo. It was, like, the next level of Mega Man. It's all this cool stuff, and it's like the Robot Masters, but they're Mavericks, and instead of man, they're animals. It's like a whole new fucking shit! Like, brain! It's just on fire! And then, they, all of a sudden, now I'm knee-deep in this new, new hotness. Just trying to wrap my brain around this, and all of a sudden they have an episode of in the Ruby Spears cartoon. I don't give a fuck, it was just to advertise. For me, this is just magical. It's fucking Aladdin telling me about a whole new world. I'm fucking, I'm, I'm in, I'm in fucking Arabian drag here on a ride on a carpet getting told about a whole new world. And fucking Mega Man X is on my fucking TV. I'm just losing my fucking shit. It's like, I'm, you, you just thought I watched that Porygon episode of Pokemon, cause I'm fucking, I'm on the floor. Foam everywhere, mouth foam covering the room. Did a soap explosion happen in here? No, Cody just saw this fucking episode. Look at this shit. It's Mega Man X. He couldn't handle it. It was, and then X is like the fucking Punisher. 
Megan was like, Megan was like, no, you can't blow that shit up. There might be people in there. He's like, might be Mavericks in there, pussy. <laughs> blowing shit up everywhere. I love the contrast because in the games he's like, did I do the right thing? I will forever bear the scars of this battle. In the show he's just Gay. like, fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> And it fits. I'm here to kill Mavericks. Do you see any Mavericks? <laughs> I'm gonna fucking kill them. <laughs> and it fits because in Mega Man X had the more metal soundtrack because it had the better sound chip. So you got this guy. They're basically the more metal Mega Man. <laughs> it's like, I'm gonna blow shit up. <laughs> so he's Metal Man. Yeah. <laughs> Say, man, man, X, you, you seem pretty mature, man. How old are you? I'm 38. Caliber. <laughs> Where, do you, Where live? do you live? On the edge. <laughs> what time is it? Punishment time. <laughs> no, wait, it was. What day is it? Judgment day. <laughs> I want to know the story behind Light building that. Like, was, <laughs> was it an accident? Well, no, if you remember, he's designed to be able to think, feel, and make his own decisions. And that's where he turned out. <laughs> He decided to be that way. <laughs> so Light's designing his own robots. He's like, I'm going to give Roll a vacuum arm because she's a woman. <laughs> All right, time to make a robot that can think for itself. X wakes up. It's like, it's murder in time. <laughs> X, do you want to go to robot school? No. No, father. I must kill Mavericks. That's Roll actually have a vacuum arm. Say, do you want to go to robot school? No, but I want to take robots to school. <laughs> Especially if those robots are Mavericks. <laughs> they had they had a whole incident where shortly after he was av- activated, he went and destroyed that whole the, the sports team, the Mavericks. He got confused. <laughs> Instead of, Mega, instead of Mega Man, his designation is Murder Man. <laughs> they just call him Max. We don't want to talk about the whole this full name. It's, people get uncomfortable when they hear his full name. It's Murder Man <laughs> X. <laughs> the X stands for Executioner. <laughs> <laughs> now I just want to see a cartoon that's about nothing but edgy X. <laughs> It was fucking wonderful, because Vile was my favorite fucking character in that, in X, as a kid. And then he's, like, the first thing you see in that episode. I swear to God, this cartoon was made for me. Holy shit. The only thing well, You can tell me... they were making an effort to make Vile badass, too, because he's kind of like, shut up, Wiley, with your human emotions. <laughs> like, and, and what was... The one thing that pissed me off about the Ruby Spears cartoon as a kid is when it dawned on me. It was like it was it was almost like like my heart had been broken when I realized that they are never going to have anyone from Mega Man Six. It it caps at five, which is why I had a shitload of drawings of what the Mega Man Six Robot Masters would look like in that cartoon. I I had a shitload. I don't. I wish I still had them. It's like I drew them a dozen times in a dozen different ways, and I don't have a single one of them anymore. But, like, that was the one that kind of hit me. It was like, there's Stoneman, he's from five. Where's, where's the ones from six? It's never going to be ones from six. And they stopped. And they're never going to have them. 
It fucking pissed me off. Because it's fucking told you, I love six. Six was my jam. Well, at, least, at least we'll always have Proto Man humping the air. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sad that I watched the school episode and the X episode first because the third one I watched was Brainbot, and that was just a bunch of nothing in comparison. Yeah. I remember the Brainbot one, though, I remember that reran a lot in syndication. God, did they play that one a lot. Every other time mm. I check in on it, it's the fucking the Brainbot episode. Yeah, there's just one part in that episode I lost. Uh, I liked it. it was nothing compared to, you know, Top Spin or Terminator X. <laughs> I'm, one episode I'm sad you didn't see, the fucking one where there's, for some reason, there was a Wild West town, and it ended with a, sh- like, a Wild West showdown duel between Mega Man and Snake Man, and that is, it was the goofiest shit, and I think that was also another one that had Dark Man, and I think the Brain Bot episode had Dark Man. Yeah, yeah, it yeah. did. There's this great part in it when uh, when Wily's minions are trying to break into a hotel room, but they're trying to do it stealthily because everyone's asleep, even though they're robots. <laughs> but, like they they cut this hole in the room's door where Mega Man and Brainbot are staying, and a few of them sneak through, and Gutsman looks at it, and he just stands there for a second, then crushes his way through the door. <laughs> Everyone wakes up. <laughs> Gutsman's just like fuck it. The Mega Man Ruby Spears cartoon is the best shit. Because it's so dumb, but it's the literally the best kind of dumb possible. There, there's actually some good slapstick in it. Yeah. And it's just, it, when it's, when it's dumb, oh man, when it's dumb, it is, mm, mm. it's, it's like, again, it's, it is comparable, straight up comparable to The Room, because there are moments in Mega Man that I, I have reacted to the same way, like, moments in The Room, like, where he's, they, they, you're, your oh hi marks and shit like that 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 doggy scene where they rush through the whole scene like at Mach five <clears throat> is about on the same level in terms of reaction and laughter as Top Man's top spin. <laughs> yes, all the villains also seem to take such joy in being stereotypes. <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah, like Proto Man, he doesn't like he fights Mega Man a couple times, but generally the only thing he does is just sass Wily. <laughs> He's just taking joy in being the sarcastic asshole. He he's basically Wiley's gay friend. <laughs> oh, it's fucking great. What else is fucking great is if you watch them a lot of them on the internet, the recordings people took from the original airings, which include the the right back after these messages bumpers that they would have back in the day. So they used to have Back in my day, kids, they had customized uh, bumpers for shows, um, unless it was in a special TV block. Then that TV block would have uh, bumpers, like the you know, the the ones that uh, Nostalgia Critic made famous with the kids with the After These Messages. That was from the uh, ABC Saturday Mornings. We'll be right back. Uh, Mega Man had some, especially the Ruby Spears cartoons, because they were syndicated on like USA and a couple other networks, but USA was the one that I always saw on Especially on the USA Cartoon Express, that had its own bumpers, because it was the Cartoon Express. But they, but uh, also they'd have just these little random blocks, like usually <clears throat> weekday mornings, like you know you're getting ready for school, play some cartoons. And I remember I would wake up to Mega Man for a while. They they would re after you know it initially aired, they would rerun it a lot uh, in the morning, and they uh, they they had these bumpers specifically for Mega Man. Where the characters would say, you know, Mega Man will be back. And they would have uh, drawings, art, with a 
basic gradient background. First of all, on the whole, the people making the show are fans, and there's deep cuts. The logo on these bumpers, I, I, it was when I first saw, it, I was like, where, where have I seen this? Because they have the the classic logo from the games on the opening, but when they showed again on there, I was like, where have I seen that that logo? Where it's like we're kind of curved. It's the logo from the Game Boy games. It's the other Mega Man logo they use for the Game Boy games. Shit. Uh, but they have these drawings, and the see, I, at a, after a while, they got new ones because the ones they originally had, these drawings for these bumpers, were horrendous, hilariously horrendous. My favorite was when was the picture of Mega Man, where they colored his hands flesh colored, and his his face he looks like an illegal Mexican worker. <laughs> <laughs> like he's got this, he's got that kind of like. Uh, Mexican face, but like battered, <laughs> like <laughs> he's past his prime. Very <laughs> fitting, considering the OVA. After yeah. all, he has to go back <laughs> to like... the game world. <laughs> they Dr. Wiley need to climbed build a over wall the wall to keep Doctor Wiley out. <laughs> like uh, he looked like fucking Mega Man. This is the pose he makes when when Ice comes by the Home Depot because <laughs> he's in a ready to fight pose. So Iceman, <laughs> Iceman drives up with the, uh, the ice ICE hat. <laughs> He's got the deporting beam. <laughs> Cutman and Gutsman, Iceman are there to deport him. They're oh god, they were they were just hideous. Can't wait for Wallman. <laughs> Fucking one is Russian jet form, but the the jets on the side are all wrong, and uh, and then like later episodes, they clearly redrew them. Clearly drew new ones, including one of them of Rush and of seductive pose. <laughs> I saw uh. that one. <laughs> Draw me like one of your French girls. Draw me like one of your French girls. Rush is never not on. Rush is on some kind of speed. I think Ru- that was the joke, because his name is Rush, so he's on speed. <laughs> like, he can't... He really just sound like Scooby-Doo on, like laced Scooby Snacks. <laughs> yeah, there's so, Scooby, there. so Scooby-Doo, then. Oh, like, if, if those Scooby Snacks were laced with more than weed, like, put, <laughs> you, if you put some fucking methamphetamines in a Scooby Snack... Like, Dude, your dog's on some shit. <laughs> What the fuck did Dr. Light do to him? <laughs> Dr. Light, you're a stone-cold freak. <laughs> that dog's seen some shit. <laughs> also, I found it mildly amusing. There is an episode where Dr. Wiley takes over a uh, like a Universal Studios-type place and makes a bunch of killer robots out of the monster attraction, including a vampire. This is funny, because he would later go on in Mega Man 7 to create Shade Man, <laughs> who is canonically designed after a vampire robot in a theme park. <laughs> it's like poetry, it rhymes. <laughs> it rhymes, yeah. <laughs> so that, that, yeah, I, I, en- I enjoyed that immensely. Mega Man Ruby Spears coaching people, if you haven't seen it, if you've only seen some memes, you only know of Gutsman's ass, and all that, no, 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 you need to go watch that shit, because it's... A fucking trip. It's a beautiful ride through Crazy Town. 
It isn't like they took the most outrageous moments out of context. The whole cartoon is pretty much like that. Yes, it is. There is an episode, I shit you not, where lion people from the center of the earth come out and start turning people into lion people. And it also works on robots. (laughs) For some reason. It's just Attack of the Furries. You look at the episode titles like, oh, Curse of the Lion Men. I bet that's about a robot master called Lion Man. No, it's actual Lion Men. <laughs> These are supernaturally empowered lion people. You look like a furry. <laughs> well, you do now. <laughs> you look like a furry. No, I don't. <laughs> now you do. <laughs> I remember the first episode I had on that VHS, that coveted VHS. I wish I still had it just as a memento, but I don't. That that wonderful, it was, it was my childhood treasure, the VHS of all the Mega Man episodes I recorded. I was actually three of them. Two full VHSs and that third one, I got like a, the first third recorded before I could never catch the show again. And it was never, I, I had recorded reruns just because, well, that episode's not on this tape. I might want to watch it. Well, I got this tape popped in because this isn't, this isn't the internet. I can't just pull in whatever episode I want. I got to put in the tape and watch the tape's playlist of episodes. So maybe I want to watch The Incredible Shrink and Mega Man again. But The Incredible Shrink and Mega Man was the first episode on the first VHS. So for the longest time, I could recite that episode from fucking memory because I had seen the shit out of it. You know, it just hit me. Like, if you think about the way that Roll looks in this cartoon, like, what with her having boobs. Yes. Dr. Light made that. <laughs> Told you he's a like stone, he, he's a stone yeah, like cold he, freak. He had to spend hours, like, modeling that. <laughs> That's one of the reasons why Wiley's better, because Light's like, I'm gonna make a house servant, and she's gonna have boobs. Wiley's like, I'll make a robot that shoots snakes that eat everything. <laughs> Dr. Light is pretty much like the the roboticist equivalent of those guys in, in Japan who, as hobbyists, make their own figurines. Oh, yeah. You know, Light's, <laughs> ma- Light's making his fetishes, and he's making drug-addicted dogs. And Wiley's just making shit that he thinks is cool. <laughs> Light's making robot titties and dogs on speed, and Wiley's over there making... Okay, he's gonna be shaped like a giant spark plug. <laughs> with lightning rods for hands. Or I'm I'll gonna call him Sparkman. I'm gonna make a pharaoh, but he's a robot. <laughs> So, so does that mean that Zero is basically the the end result of Wily, like, taking some pointers from Light? <laughs> no, Zero, honestly, if you take the whole thing with him, Zero is just, is the epitome of that, that like, DeviantArt kid who's trying to make his roleplay character better than your roleplay character. <laughs> he really is. Because, like, okay, well, I may, okay, he may, he's making X, he's making this, this super advanced robot, well, I'm gonna make super advanced robot, but it's got bigger armor, it's got big bigger shoulder, boobs. it's got big shoulder pads, and it's got super chest armor, you, you know your chest armor looks like boobs, you shut up, man! I'm, I'm gonna, gonna give him a lightsaber. Give him a fucking lightsaber. Well, no, he gets the lightsaber from Sigma. That's not he didn't give him lightsaber. Uh, he, he also he also hates uh, 
Dr. Light from school, fuck yeah. you, Light, stop showing up <laughs> on my DeviantArt, you piece of shit. Exactly. And fucking, I'm gonna give him a bigger cannon than Light's, because fucking Zero's arm cannon fires, like, giant double helix shit. Because remember Mega Man X, the first Mega Man X, Mega Man X is charge buster, shoots, ooh, big ball, pow, big ball plasma, then you get Zero's buster, and it's a giant double helix thing that rips through everything. Say, I'm gonna give him a fucking giant death beam buster. Fuck your butt. I'm gonna give him long hair because that's cool and it'll blow in the wind. He's gonna get bigger boots if everything's bigger. Fuck Did, you. Didn't Zero's charge shot uh, slow down the console? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's too powerful for the Super Nintendo. <laughs> yes. <laughs> And then Light got the last laugh because his robot was better. <laughs> and then died. <laughs> Went out like, didn't go out like a bitch, though. And fucking had human women lusting after him. <laughs> but, uh, Ruby Spears cartoon people. Fucking go watch that shit. Just pick a random episode. You're going to get some joy. You're going to get something magical. It's going to be the dumbest shit you've ever seen. It's going to be great. <laughs> You're gonna get robot school and stiff as a board topspin. <laughs> oh shit! But uh, I think we should get into the games. Oh yeah. Because the games get ridiculous. See, first starts out as Mega Man. And that's that's always been my favorite. I've always been a classic Mega Man guy. I always love love the personality everything has. It's fun. I love the designs. Love the robot masters. We've been through this. Fucking love the shit out of them. By the way, if you're one of these guys, like, oh, they're running out of ideas. What is it? Top man? Sheep man? That's stupid. Immolate yourself. You don't deserve Mega Man. If you see any <laughs> robot master and say that's stupid, if you can't enjoy a good out-of-the-box crazy design, that's called being creative, motherfucker. Go fuck yourself. If you see Spring Man from Mega Man 7 and that's not the dopest shit you ever saw, you go you go suck a dick. Because Spring Man is awesome. He can insta-kill you. Name another robot master that could just instantly kill your ass. Spring Man fucking grabs you and just, hey, I'm a spring. I can do all kinds of crazy shit. I'm going to grab Mega Man and slam him into the ceiling and crush him and kill him. He just fucking smashes Mega Man's head into the ceiling because he can. He's stretchy. If yes, you try to, sh- try to electrocute him, it magnetizes him and then he murders you. <laughs> Like, if there's any problem with creativity in the series, it's that it always uses the same format. Like, okay, yeah, you have but... eight levels, you have four or, you know, maybe more or maybe less wily stages, and then that's it. Like, yeah. who who has a problem with the Robot Master designs? Because after the first game, weren't they all fan-designed anyway? Yeah. Oh, except for a couple. Because, like, there's a couple games where I guess they were usually trying something new or something, so... They would have the staff like nine weren't nine and ten weren't fan designs um, because they were just bringing the series back. Uh, one wasn't. Um, I know I the know two of them was. were designed by the One Punch Man artist. Yeah, Dust Man and Crystal Man were designed by a young Yusuke Murata, and actually his artwork, the artwork he sent of Dust Man, uh, is actually now I think I, he must have found it and posted it because it's out there. So you can see Yusuke Murata's original Dustman design that he sent to Capcom and became an actual Robot Master. Uh, so yeah, and that's what Dustman's one of the coolest ones in 4. He would be the coolest if Pharaoh Man wasn't in it. He, so that's why he's the second coolest. And But he has, like, one of the best... 4 had the best music. Holy shit. 
some of the best music because there's also six. I'm getting ahead of myself. I'm I'm becoming a happy autistic boy again. <laughs> I, it's activating my Asperger's. <laughs> uh, but you start with you start off with Mega Man. And it's wonderful. You get your robot masters. They're fantastic. You get Mega Man. He's got to stop Doctor Wily. Hey Doctor Wily, don't do that shit. I'm gonna do that shit. Don't do it. And it's going for a while. And they go to Mega Man X. Mega Man X is cool, but I think it would be cooler if it didn't turn to shit. <laughs> think, think, wonderful thing about classic Mega Man. If it's Mega Man and then a number, you're generally going to have a good time. Even the worst Mega Man, even 7 and 8, except for 1. Mega Man 1 can kiss my ass, but they hadn't f- quite figured it out yet. <laughs> so Mega Man 1 is bad. Don't play Mega Man 1. But Mega Man 2 and onward... You're going to have a good time. Even 7 and 8 are like the worst of the good Mega Mans. And they're still good games to play. And then they went and demade them and made NES 8-bit versions of them. Now you can just play those. And they're wonderful. But, uh... <clears throat> by the way, I know there's nerds out there that are like, Oh, it's, I'm insulted that they went back to 8-bit just for retro fans. Uh, that's not why they went back to 8-bit. They went back to 8-bit because those are the Mega Man games people liked, and the 8-bit uh, style with the sprite sizes worked best on a gameplay standpoint, and the controls were better in those games. So I don't give a fuck how enamored you are with the frames of animation in Mega Man 8. Or, look, Mega Man throws his head back after he teleports, and I can't stop bringing that up. But go fuck yourself. Uh, yeah, that was great. And all the way through, even when they revived it, 9 and 10, fantastic. 9 was a little annoying with the difficulty, especially the Wily Fortress. The Wily Fortress in Mega Man 9 can get fucked. You can suck a dick. But Wily Fortress in Mega Man 10 is probably the most fun Wily Fortress ever. Holy shit, I'll play that game to completion every time. Then you have the X series. And it, unlike the classic Mega Man, first game is fucking great. But then you get to, like, Mega Man 5. And it starts to, it starts to go downhill. <laughs> And why all, is that? All over, because, well, <clears throat> goes up to Mega Man 4. Mega Man 4 is amazing! Yes, the the voice acting in the cutscenes is hilariously bad. What am I fighting for? I do like <laughs> the, the, the guy that they got to become the new voice of Zero before they made him Johnny Young Bosch in the Marvel vs. games. The guy that played him in like Maverick Hunter X and the later Mega Man X games is apparently a fan of the franchise, and he actually went back and recorded his own dub of that Zero scene, and he acted it, like, professionally. And it's crazy to watch that scene that we all know as being the dumb what-am-I-fighting-for scene and seeing it acted properly. It's just a video he put on YouTube for fun. I don't know if it's true, but I heard that uh, the voice actors next four were just people that were hanging around the Capcom office when they were working on the game. It's like, hey, you're a foreigner. Do you want to be a character in this game? Yeah, I heard that too. Or like just people like on staff. That like, they could hey, you're white. <laughs> you're probably a voice actor, right? There's <laughs> um, racist. No wonder. No wonder Wiley and Mega Man didn't know about Japan. They're actually from the USA. Well, supposedly, like, or in the Mega West Man, or whatever. In Mega Man Eight, for the cutscenes in that game, which we all know, the Doctor Wowie, fucking Elmer Fudd, Doctor Light. Um, <laughs> Apparently, those are Japanese actors doing English. Hmm. That explains it. Dr. Wawe. Um, I don't know if... Or it might even be the same actors that play them in Japanese. Um, I could be wrong on that one, but supposedly, that's the word. That's what I've heard. 
That it's... Oh man, I, compl- I completely forgot to mention one minor thing about the Mega Man OVA, which bugged the shit out of me. Right. In the third episode, for no reason whatsoever, they start calling him Mega Man, even though in Japanese, previously he's always been Rockman. Yeah, and, that's, and in the English dub, in the first episode, it has the Mega Man logo. And then in the next two episodes, they still say Rockman on the logo, even though they're all calling him Mega Man. What the shit? And I think part of it, well, A, part of it is because it was a, I guess you could say, a, a less polished release for the second two episodes, because it's just, let's get those two episodes we didn't grab. Yeah, so fuck it. Um, but I think they started calling him Mega Man because it's, you know, this thing kind of evolved into the Ruby Spears cartoon. Yeah. So it might have been the whole, like, we're now, this is now becoming something we are pushing for the American audiences, and they call him Mega Man over there, so let's start calling him Mega Man. It's possible. Still a, weird reasoning, but... There's a lot of the, this process we're not aware of, but somehow that OVA became the Ruby Spears cartoon. And also, going going back to X, like, didn't Dr. Wiley make the Maverick virus? Yes. Yeah. Why? It was his ultimate plan, basically. He was the thing he'd been working on. So that Mega Man Classic starts getting into the bigger lore. And i got to tell you, I actually dig the lore for this section of the series. The Mega Man and Mega Man X things. What happened with Wiley... Well, the whole time he's doing all his other schemes, he's got like the big one that he's been cooking up. He's 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 cre- trying to create like a new energy source, and he accidentally creates this energy source that he uses for base, which he calls basenium. <laughs> so base has all his like energy shit with like the rapid fire cannon, and he merges with treble, and he does all this crazy shit. He's got a unique energy source. It's like a super energy source, and he's like, "Well, I'm 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 making even more improved basenium." And I'm putting it in this new robot I'm making. And it shows it in, like, Bass's Power Fighters ending. He shows, like, that he's working on Zero. And Zero is, like, a two-fold, like, a double assault. And he's going to make, like, the most powerful robot master he's ever made. This super, ultra-deluxe, extra, super-hyper-duper robot master. It's the fucking Armageddon on two legs. And not only is he super-fucking-hyper-strong, but he's got in him a virus... So if you hit him, if you touch him, if you damage him, it's going to release this virus. And this virus is basically going to turn... And and remember, now he knows about X. He's building Zero as a response to X. So this virus, it's basically able to affect an advanced robot like X. And it basically takes any robot that infects and it turns them into a psycho killer. So not only is he made Super Robot, but then he puts a virus in him so that Super Robot can go out and turn every other robot out there into Wily's minions, basically. In fact, I think what they were building up to is Mega Man 10 with the Roboenza virus was like the prototype for the Maverick virus. Because it, it does kind of the same thing, just not on the scale. And we'll never know because <laughs> Capcom killed the series. Yep. And chased Inafune out. Zinofune was the one working on that whole little... That was his idea, was the whole plot with Wily is still alive in the X timeline, and he's working in the shadows, because he found out that Sigma is now, like, the, the prime carrier of his virus, so he teamed up with Sigma, and he's been manipulating Sigma, because he's trying to get Zero to come back, basically, to what he was. Uh, which is hmm. why Sigma became obsessed with Zero in Mega Man X5, because he was like, Old, this old man that knows you. He has this whole dialogue with Zero. It's like this old man that seems to know you a lot about you and a lot about X. 
and a lot about this, and he, he seems to be like your father or something. And he told me about you, what you really are, and everything like that. And he keeps basically trying to make Zero into his old self. So technically, Zero was the ultimate maverick. Yeah. So ha- there's actually a cutscene in X4 that basically shows how how this whole started. You see like savage, feral Zero, or whatever, and like murder, and he's like this this maverick is is uh, just tearing all our units apart. We, every time we send Maverick, every send Maverick hunters to stop him, he just wipes through all of them. And so Sigma, he's, this time he's the leader of the Maverick hunter. He's the big bad Maverick hunter of Maverick hunters. He's the hero of heroes. He's like, I'll take care of this. And he goes and fights this this Maverick, this Red Maverick they called him, and he fucking tears the shit out of him, beats the shit out of Sigma until Sigma lands a good punch, and he punches Zero right in the head crystal. And head crystal glows. Well, no, first the head crystal glows with a W, and Zero is like clutching his head, like, ah, no, what's going on? And then that Sigma takes that opportunity to punch him in the head crystal that's glowing with a W, and then basically all the Maverick virus went into him. Oops. <laughs> Which is probably what that glowing W was is like, Maverick virus activated. Like, what's going on? There's a <laughs> virus in my head. And like, the virus turned on, like, just as the virus turned on. That's when Sigma decided to punch the crystal, which is probably where the virus was. <laughs> he just, like, he basically punched the first AIDS needle right in the needle. <laughs> so Zero was giving him some head then. <laughs> yes. Yeah, and then, uh... Well, I mean, he is a trap robot, as we <laughs> So he, uh... In many senses of the word. So basically... So he's... Wait, I just realized. He is quite literally booby-trapped. <laughs> hate you right now. <laughs> but, uh, so that basically made Sigma... I, I guess the sword is the dick, then. No, because it was Sigma's. And then Zero loses his memory, and he loses his murderous intent, because that was basically the Maverick virus. The Maverick virus is basically Zero's programming. And it puts Zero's programming into other people. So that's what the Maverick virus is. Basically makes you Zero, or as Zero was originally made. And apparently and, it gives you the power to come back from death all the time, because Sigma and Zero both do that. Yeah. Just, uh, oh, I got blown up? Never mind, <laughs> I'm back, I'm That's cool. the power of bad writing. <laughs> <laughs> well, with Zero, he was always in enough pieces to repair, and he's fucking expertly made. I mean, Dr. Wild is really fucking good at this, let's be real. And, oh, yeah. and so it's like, well, he's in pieces, but if you put those pieces back together, he's fine. He, he ain't beyond repair. He's just in a he's lot of pieces. He's the anti-Humpty Dumpty. Exactly. Um, whereas Sigma got so ingrained with the virus, he became one with it. So at, after a point, it, Sigma would get destroyed, but since he was the virus, he would just go into other bodies and infect shit. That's why, like, in X2, his, his final form is like a wireframe head. It was the virus. And that's why he was ultimately destroyed in, I think, X8? X8, he was destroyed for good. Yeah, because that Jesus, had the weird... took a while. <laughs> they had, like, zombie Sigma as the final boss. Yeah. Where he's just sad and pathetic. <laughs> like, and, then, and then it has, uh, who was that new robot? Axel. Or, no, not Axel, the villainous one that... Is implied oh, um, to infect Axel at the end. Uh, Lumine or something? Oh, yeah. Something like that. Yeah, Lumen. he looked gay. Yeah. 
Yeah, I guess that Axel was supposed also to be kind the new of villain. Gay. Well, here's the thing. Axel was the sign that Inafune was no longer writing for X Mega Man X. Like this is yeah, now Yeah, because Inafune not... wanted to end it with X5, and they were like, no, you have to keep going. The series has so much more potential than X6 and X7 happen. And they were <laughs> awful! Like, Gameplay-wise or writing-wise? Gameplay-wise, even, even the graphics. Like, you know, let me see if I can find... See, X4 had amazing graphics. Not only did it have the anime cutscenes and everything, the graphics, the animations were incredible. Because this had Capcom's, like, you know, their, their, their good team they had back then, you know, doing all those bitchin' 2D Street Fighter games and all that shit. Let me see. Uh, yeah, kind of funny we're doing this right after Castlevania because Konami and Capcom both had something in common in that you, you have these new 3D systems come out that are capable of all these advanced graphics and they suddenly have CDs that can hold uh, a bunch of assets compared to cartridges and they're like, well, what if instead of going 3D we just made 2D games that are like the ones we made before but they're bigger and they look really fucking good. Yeah. So you have and... Symphony of the Night and you have Mega Man X4 which you just blow everything before them out of the water pretty much. Yeah. Like visually, I mean. Here's just a screenshot from X4. You can see the sprites, and you can see all this shit. Also, Axel kind of looks like not base. Yeah. And the animations oh, yeah. are great. And he looks gay. Especially the fight with one of the Mavericks, uh, Magma Dragoon, who basically used Street Fighter attacks, and all of his animations like super fucking fluid. It was great. And hmm. now, let me see if I can find a screenshot from X5. You can see, see if something looks... Maybe a little different. Maybe, maybe a, little, a little... A little not so... Yeah, like, I remember I mean, you know, playing X4 and seeing Web Spider's level with the animated rainbow in the background. And that looked great, yeah. and then they never did anything like that again. It just... They stopped caring, and they stopped devoting time and effort to development. Well, well after X4, they started using newer graphics teams. Less experienced graphics teams. That's from X5. Uh, oh, yeah, because they started applying 3D graphics to stuff as a shortcut. Well, it's not even instead that. Instead of uh, sprite-based. No, I, I, mean, I, I, mean, I know even a better way to show you the difference. I'm going to show you screen. I'm gonna show you sprite sheets, because you have to see the, the, the quality. Now, the music did not go down in quality. It's fucking Mega Man X had some amazing music still, even at its worst, except for 7. The, the 3D games have pretty lame music. But, Other than seven, the low point musically is probably X three. If anything, I want to say that X three had some of the best shit. I mean, that had fucking uh, Volt Catfish was amazing. Um, fucking uh, it was uh, Toxic Seahorse. His theme was fantastic. Yeah, it was so mixed though. Because what was that jungle level? Oh yeah, I think I know what you're talking about. Yeah, with just the same riff over and over. Yeah, you're right. But its highs were high as shit. They go to this site, Sprites Inc., and they got a, they got all the Mega Man sprites. And let me show you the contrast. Oh my God, they're fucking webmasters of furry. <laughs> <laughs> like right, on, right on the main thing is like a little uh, little like blog. Oh, the new announcement from a Spark, whose name is, and it's like, oh, I run the site, and it's like it's fucking fursona. Like holy shit, that is a fursona. Alright, that's the classic series. I want Mega Man X. There's X4. Yeah, you'd think someone running a Mega Man fan site would have a robot sauna, if anything. <laughs> yeah, the eight Mavericks. Uh, complete sheets. Okay. Like, Cody's would probably be Dick Man. <laughs> from the Nutshack. 
Oh man, I forgot Frost Walrus. He was awesome looking. Oh yeah, Jet Stingray was amazing. Mm -hmm. All right, but I'm gonna show you Magic Dragoon. I'm a, I'm a I'm a copy this image, and I'm gonna paste it in this. Right, and I, I while I, while I'm doing this, everybody listening, go look up these sprites. Go look up Magma Dragoon. There's all the sprites from Magma Dragoon. Look at those look at those animations and those poses and shit. Look how just well drawn that is. Now let me show you something from X5, and you can see you can see how things start to go down. It's still not terrible, but you can definitely see. That's a lot of fire effects. Now this is yeah, really. uh, the T Rex boss, because they had an X five. They didn't think anybody was paying attention. The localization team, so the 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 main person doing the localization decided because their uh, husband is a lady. Her her husband was really into Guns and Roses. They renamed all the Mavericks after Guns and Roses members. Yeah, so you have Duff McWhalen, Grizzly Slash, yeah. all that. Oh, hence Axel eh? Yeah. So that there's there's the fireball. Notice the uh, much stiffer sprites, and now we'll go to X six. Investigators, Mavericks this time. They're investigators. It's totally different. Now here's the. And I don't like things that are different. And here's the fire boss. <laughs> I'm, I'm doing all the fire bosses. So here's the fire boss of X six. Oh, you know what? Even better. And this was my favorite design wise of the bosses in X six. But look at his fucking sprite. Shield Sheldon. Wasn't X6 made in about six months? Yeah, look at that guy's sprite. That's X6. Wow. And Compar you know what that spells? Lazy. Yeah. Jesus it Christ. If we rotate it, they won't be able to tell. <laughs> <laughs> see, you could definitely, even just like that punch effort, you can definitely see the drop in quality. Of, of the the quality of sprite work here. And then it was just all downhill from there. Like, X5 was definitely a s big step down from X4 in every regard. Even, like, the, the if you, you'd have to see the stages in motion. But, like, the stages in X4 were fucking beautiful. And all this stuff going on in the background. And X5 was just lazy. Like, everything was the same isometric view. Everything was, like, the same. Like, the like just... 3D backgrounds that were obviously like a matte image. There's also Just, more asset reuse, like X5 recycles, uh, was it Bubble Crab's theme? Yeah. And it's like, ugh. And it's just a lot of the, it's, it's just less detail in the levels and shit. And then X6. X6 was level design was so bad at one point. You know how every Mega Man game has the hallway before the boss. You get the door, Door scrolls to a hallway that takes up the whole screen. You go to the end of the hallway, boss room. X6 had a level where the boss hallway was like the the right third of the screen. So it's just bunched up, and then you just see the level to the left. It's the ugliest shit. It's like a bad Mega Maker level. They still had really good music. Fucking Blaze Heatnix's theme was like the most awesome, awesome thrash metal. Which was the one where X died in? I don't know. I don't think he dies in any of them. Zero yeah, dies yeah. a bunch, though. Yeah, in, like, alternate endings and shit. <coughs> so what, probably, like, a later game in which he sacrificed himself for some bullshit? No, it's just, that just happened between series. Yeah. Okay. I, yeah, it's kind of like Mega Man dying at sometime between Classic and X. You know, Mega Man X dies sometime between X and Zero. I don't know what, it just happened. 
And the M zero also goes. just kind of dies apparently, <laughs> because he then comes back as a fucking biometal. Well, by so then it's like the hundreds shit. and hundreds of years, so he probably just fucking fell apart. He got old. Robots are immortal. Not really. The parts fall apart. You, is your is your vehicle immortal? No, that shit gets old and falls apart. Yes, it is. If you keep repairing it, at at some point it becomes the point where it's cost more to repair than it's worth. <laughs> Trust me, I know. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Zero, you cost too much to repair. And there comes to be a point where, <laughs> where, where a, ma- a, machine, a machine is Thanks, so old. Obama. <laughs> what, what, is, what is this Canadian health care for robots? There comes a point like, where your machine, is death so, panels? your machine is so old, literally nothing in it works anymore. You would have to replace it in its entirety. Like, even a computer, is, the CPU will eventually die. Is that what is that what Doctor Wiley did in the meantime? Like during the X series, he was like just part of the Canadian Robo Death Panels, <laughs> where he decided to like you're you're not worth repairing anymore. <laughs> you're gonna die. But like the uh, the the your, your computer, your CPU, your memory chip, all that shit goes away. I mean, you could put the data in a new, let's say, body, a new computer, but your old computer it gonna die. Yeah, no, I realize that, but. The thing is that not everything breaks at the same time. That's like the same thing with like the old automobiles. Like you occasionally have to replace certain parts because they wear out. Of course, eventually, like you could make the argument same with the cars that eventually, like if you kept repairing a a robot, for instance, eventually you'd have to replace every part at some point. So then you could ask the question, you know, basically ship of Theseus, is it still the same robot? Well, you you have to transfer the brain into another body. Yes, you would have to do that because even even that would fall apart. Yeah, that's correct. And I think isn't it, that, isn't it supposed to be like it. they're in the biometal? Yeah, they're like their soul is. Yeah, that's the thing. The that's where he is now. So is. he's technically still alive because he's a robot. He's quote unquote soul. He's transferred like data. So it, it was in that body. Now it's in that biometal. He's helping a new generation through the biometal. Yeah, that's, that's what that, he's doing. It's kind of fucking that's gay. Basically, though. what that's happened what to Sigma. Doing. Like, like Sigma became a computer virus who doesn't need a body to live. Yeah. I mean, that's that's like, um, I don't even know what like a proper comparison for humans would be, but uh, it's, you remember that one, that one bit from Ghost in the Shell standalone complex where there was that one guy who just out of his own whim, just because he liked it, was in that really primitive robot body, which was basically just a box with tiny legs? Yes. It's sort of like that, except even worse, because what it really seems to boil down to is more like if a person in some way, shape, or form was fashioned into, let's say, a gun, and that gun didn't really have, like, you didn't have an active consciousness anymore, you just had a sort of subconscious. Like, that's basically what you get. Well, again, we don't kind know. Kind of really shitty. Kind of a really shitty end for one. Well, we it? don't know what happened between this, so it might be like, yo, it's time for me to retire. I'm going to become a biometal and help a new generation because my time is over, or some shit like that. Man, all these robots are fucking gay. <laughs> well, I mean, we did establish that with zero, so it just makes sense. <laughs> fucking trap bots. <laughs> but uh, so yeah, there goes the Mega Man X. As far as I'm concerned, for me, it died with six. Because then at yeah. the games after that completely abandoned all the plot that was building, the Dr. Wily subplot. Because the whole thing with N6 is the scientist Gate basically stumbled upon, like, the shit that Dr. Wily was behind with the virus 
and all that, and then he went crazy. And... We never got that final showdown between X and Zero. Yeah. Which was building that to. They then got, like, gay new boss, uh, gay new enemies. And and then, like, like... Villains, I should say. And then what happened was, after X6, they brought in Axel, who was basically, like, the fucking cousin Oliver, like, everything revolves around his fuck now. <laughs> Whenever Axel's not on screen, everyone should be asking, where's, where's Axel? Axel? You joke, but that's what fucking happened. Oh, fuck. Like, Inafune didn't want this shit. He was he was building some backstory with X-Zero and Wily being alive. And then fucking Axel and fucking Code Red, or whatever the fuck they were called. Stupid. More like Code Shit. You yeah. joke. And then Lumine, what the fuck even was that? That was dumb. No, that was gay. The, the X, and dumb. The X series just became trash. The first X games were amazing. X4 was the highlight. And then from X5 and X... X5 was like, eh. Obvious step down, but I'm, I still enjoyed it. I had it, the, I had it for PC. I played the shit out of it. There's a PC I, I, version? Yeah. Played shit out of it. And then eventually we got ZX... Well, no. After that comes Mega Man Zero. Mega Man Zero Which is, is great. Fun. Yeah, Mega Man Zero is great. I don't like the art style at all. Um, well, no, I, I much prefer the original art style, but I don't dislike it like it's fucking Cal Arts or some shit. I will tolerate it, but I'd rather something better. Like I'd rather Zero look like Zero. That's the whole thing with like a robot gets old enough, they have to keep replacing the parts. You go from X Series Zero to that Series Zero. Zero but, uh, goes from having yeah, boobs to wearing a thong. Surgery. <laughs> you both took shots at Zero in different ways over top of each other. <laughs> we'll figure it out in editing. <laughs> and yeah. by we, I mean Liz. <laughs> Sorry, Liz. Uh, like, that way with his reduced bust size, he could be a better trap. <laughs> <laughs> Why did they give him a thong? That's what I want to know. It's like okay, we're gonna Wait, we're gonna defeminize the character design, but <laughs> yeah, we got to do something to mess it up. Jesus, I was just joking. What the? Have fuck? you seen the Zero Sprites or the Zero I have Arts? Not. Okay, Cody. <laughs> All right, let me get let me pull them up. You're already on a sprite sheet uh, website, so you might as I well. I, I think I closed it, but I can just open it back up. Yeah. Here we go. History. All right, let's see. Yeah. Uh, Mega Man Zero. Yeah, he needs to see the Zero Sprites. Just the regular? Let's see. Standard, yeah. no weapons, Z-Buster. I'll just do standard, no weapons. Here, I'll just link to the page, because the page full sprites. Or Skype. Here we go. Behold. Well, this ought to be good. Huh. <laughs> yeah, look at the standing sprites. That does look like a thong. Where he's leaning back some. <laughs> <laughs> it looks like Gil's thong. <laughs> Like the 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 hanging V is the fucking weight of his cock pulling it down. <laughs> Maybe that's why Shell was so enamored with him. It's quite a thong he's got there. Can't help but notice it's hanging. It's like he's wearing nothing at all. <laughs> nothing, you know. It's like, bad she didn't know he was gay. It looks like it's hanging. I want to be. I I want to be your Mister Cooper. You can be hanging with Mister Cooper if you know what I'm saying. Nobody knows fucking, that show. Fucking Wiley. Hey, I want to say this is the man that made Sheep Man, but no, Sheep Man was one of the ones he stole and reprogrammed. But no, that was the one that got Robo Enzo. No, the only, really the only Robot Masters Wily himself made were two, three, sort of, 
It was a team effort with light. Um, but two, technically three, five, and seven. I, I can just picture Wiley working on zero. And, like, <laughs> someone commenting on that. And then Wiley just shoots back with, The dick only makes it better! <laughs> Dr. Wiley, why does this robot need a dick? Because Dr. Lights dick? doesn't have one. <laughs> Mine's gonna be better. <laughs> it's got a big cock. <laughs> It's the Chad Zero versus the Virgin X. I mean, I guess it makes sense that Zero would be the one with the cock, considering he is the one with the robo-aids. Yeah. <laughs> Dr. Wiley, is this really necessary? Yes, the Sally infects him with the Maverick virus. <laughs> I'm he just wanted to see some man-on-man -man action. <laughs> Oh man! Yeah, zero no, series... no, those aren't those aren't boobs. Those are lights for him to operate in darkened areas, and that isn't a cock. It's a virus injector. <laughs> zero is just gonna pause them all. <laughs> Meg hole. Uh. Well, you know those things would be like fucking extra generators for his new energy or something. It's like, you know, Doctor Wiley, those kind of look like boobs. I don't have any room. They have to stick out. <laughs> they won't fit otherwise. Well, you could just put one generator in and it would fit. There needs to be two. One's not enough. If it's only one, he's not better than X. I'll make him look smaller later with his B armor. With the bigger shoulder pads because he's cooler. Okay, but Dr. Wiley, why are you giving him flowing blonde hair? Because it'll look cool on a windy day. Because he also needs to be better than Roll. <laughs> <laughs> he needs to have more long flowing hair that looks more volumized than Roll's. That's that's why Zero is red. He's actually not uh, a version of, of Mega Man or Counterpart to X at all. He's actually Super Roll made by Wiley. <laughs> With a penis. No, but funny story. One of the uh, official artists for Mega Man, who sadly was my favorite one, turns out he's a giant creeper. And this this breaks my heart, because he's made the greatest official art for the Mega Man series. Like, all those really cool pictures of the Robot Masters that they released for the um, the anniversary collection. He did those. He does, like, the best Mega Man art. He does, uh... He does lowly porn. He does lowly porn of roll, too. Rolly porn. And uh, he uh, he tried to pitch a Dr. Wily version of Roll, because, you know, Bass is his counterpart to Mega Man. That's why Bass also has a dog, but it's an evil dog, and it's a wolf, which makes it better than a dog! <laughs> um, and, and so he's like, well, Wily could have a Roll, too, and he, and he pitched this, and I don't remember what he called her. And, and Inafune rejected it, but he, so he's like, I don't care, I'm going to still make it. And he makes porn involving this character. I don't. I wish I could remember the name. I'd look it up, but I'm not going through the search that would ever be required to find this character. But it's like a roll, but with like a black helmet with a W on it, and and, mm. and Capcom and Inafune said no, and he's like, well, I'm gonna fucking, I'm gonna draw her naked. So there. He's like, okay, okay, <laughs> <laughs> okay, friend, you have fun with that. <laughs> Dream big, I guess. <laughs> And it just it it hurts me so bad because he's like the definitive Mega Man artist, 
And he's a fucking creepy pedo. <laughs> hey, guys, will you put my character in the games? No, that's okay. I'll just masturbate to her. <laughs> that's almost as good. <laughs> I'll also masturbate to your character, so fuck you. <laughs> It's like, whenever you commission new art, you're gonna have to remove the stains first. <laughs> he, one of the ways I think he would initially get around, because I don't think he does it anymore. I think maybe he got caught and had to stop. But one of the ways he would get around, he slightly altered the art style um, when he would do this. But uh, as as we know from our good friend Eric Schwartz, you can't, you can't hide. Your art style is your fingerprint. He tried to change... Hide your kids. <laughs> He tried to, uh, I think, change some of his line work and the way he colored. But it's like, no, we can tell, buddy. And I don't think he draws Mega Man porn anymore, so... Maybe he does. Maybe he draws the odd roll titty every now and then, and I just don't know. But from what I know, I don't think he does it anymore. And that might have contributed. Because, again, he's, his porn would have a vastly different look, but it'd still be visibly his art style. <clears throat> and I think he was doing that to separate his personal art from his professional art. It just drives me crazy because he made the best Mega Man art, period. And then he made the worst Mega Man art, period, in his spare time. <laughs> <laughs> and I don't like that I use the word period considering what he draws. But then again, I'm, I guess the period would make them less fucking appealing to him. But uh, yeah, Mega Man Zero. Mega Man Zero was cool. Um, still like the classic series better, like X series better. I miss the lore they were building. I'm I'm less into X Zero series lore, but I like some of the characters. I don't. I'm not too into the cast of characters overall in the Zero series. Um, Doctor Wiles cool, but he's clearly just a fucking wanna be Doctor Wiley. Wiley ripoff. Yeah. yeah. Um, it's like he's a fucking Diet Coke Doctor Wiley. You know. Pretty much. Um. But he turns into cool things in the last games in the series. Uh, but overall, they were... Now, here's an ethical quandary. Is it wrong to have sex with her all? Yes, because she looks like a child. And and she seems to have the personality of an innocent child. So, yes. Yes, it is very wrong to have sex with Roll. Do not... It's not actually a child, though. But it, it looks and acts like a child. That is correct, yes. It's a child. Just don't fuck... Don't fuck roll. She is an innocent little cinnamon bun. Don't don't fuck roll. But if it walks like a roll and <laughs> quacks like a roll, wait, no. <laughs> then don't fuck it. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, Zero Series like three games. It, it it was like a mini series. It had a set ending. It was good. Um, again, see, the only reason I was even bringing that up is because I remember this reading this article recently. It's something of a tangent, but still. It's kind of interesting. Apparently, they now make like realistic uh, sex dolls for pedophiles. Yeah, I heard about that. Yeah. So, considering that the considering the advances in the in the sciences that we have already, and that fucking hilarious, uh, if you remember, like this Oculus Rift esque contraption with the a uh, flashlight with a machine strapped on it that the one Japanese guy was wearing, like that weird bodysuit. Yeah. That that hilarious thing. Considering like the advances we already have in that regard, it's probably going to be only a matter of time until we have sex robots, and some of them are probably going to be underage looking. I'm for it. 
because it would if if it helps um, satiate the pedophiles so they don't fuck actual children. But if you get one and you fuck one, you're a pedophile, and I don't like you as a person. I'm not going to try to have you arrested, but I don't like you. I condemn. Don't you mean robophile? <laughs> Pedo robophile. No, the robophiles are the people from that one Sonic board, if you remember. Uh, hmm. Remember Alex Henriel? They called themselves robophiles because they like video game characters, even though that made no sense. Oh. What about the Robotnik files? Ha. Huh. <laughs> well, that's just anybody that watches Sonic Boom. <laughs> but yeah, the Zero series is cool. But the things that kind of I, I um. One of the reasons I never liked it as much as the other series is one of my favorite things about both series are the bosses because they're always so full of character and have cool designs. And the Zero series has felt like more Mavericks, but the more but they were more anime. Like this is this is like Mavericks that would be in an OVA that we would see on a fucking summer anime season, and some generic pastel-haired girl would fight them. They were cool. <laughs> they were cool designs, but. Not as cool as those old Mavericks. Like, you know, that, that big that big giant polar bear from Zero Two ain't got shit on Frost Walrus. Or Billzard Buffalo. <laughs> the people know what I'm making a joke on. The the PC version of Mega Man X3, for some reason, had Blizzard Buffalo listed as Billzard Buffalo. I don't know how you make a typo from a port for a port when there's the typo is not present in the original version. You would have to go back and put the typo in there. But they did. But yeah, Zero Series, despite the misgivings I have, it's still pretty cool. And it has some pretty cool music, especially that one desert stage that had music sound like it out of Goldeneye. It was pretty good. And then, from Zero, we go to ZX, which just takes the aesthetic of Mega Man Zero and just takes it to crazy town. <laughs> At this point in the timeline, we have lost the plot. We started Hunt. with... Two scientists and their cartoony robots go to war. <laughs> and it became just some shit. <laughs> Pretty much. Also, considering the design of the male main character, I think we haven't gone to crazy town, but rather to poop town. Because <laughs> that looks like shit. Poop town will never die. Yeah, I really I do not like Z ZX. Feels like ZX was hit that time where May they were trying to make Mega Man into like Beyblade. They're trying to make the Mega Man franchise into that fucking just whorish kid collectathon type shit with like the main characters are generic anime kids with like spiky hair that's like three or four giant spikes of hair. <laughs> and like this is all your relatable kid characters. Like, man, I just want Mega Man. What the fuck is who the fuck is Vent and Ale? It's fucking dumb. Get these kids out of my face. Fucking kids. Kids are dumb. Where's, Gay blade. Where's Mega Man? Where's Mega Man X? Who are these dumb kids? Oh, you could be a boy or a girl. How about I be neither? Where's Mega Man? <laughs> no, that's zero. <laughs> and who's this who's this other guy? It's like brown Indian looking motherfucker with gray hair turns into not base zero. And then some other chick. Fuck this shit. This is so dumb. And the, oh yeah, they had character Prometheus and Pandora because we're getting we're getting serious and dramatic with our Mega Man's now. Like you thought, what am I fighting for is dramatic? No, 
this is the thing that annoyed me about ZX2. We were at the point we're at the point in the series now where everything is being taken seriously. I think I vaguely remember like uh in ZX like with Pandora. I think it's said on the wiki like she's seventeen or something like that, but she's actually much younger looking. Yeah. And I was like, oh, okay. And the boss Remember they had, <clears throat> they had these characters called Master Thomas and Master Albert, and they were obviously going somewhere with them, and then, oh, nope, nope, story ended, they're never making another game. <laughs> <laughs> we'll never find out if Dr. Albert was evil or not. No, they did. I think that was the second ZX game. Or, oh, oh, right, because he was the final boss, and he had this dragon for him. Yeah. See, like, because they had the three masters that were named after Dr. Light, Dr. Cossack, and Dr. Wily. But see, then came the really shocking plot twist, quote-unquote, namely that the Dr. Light stand-in was also evil. Yeah. Like, the the, the Dr. Wily one went evil. The point is, this is a... And then the series ended. Yeah. (laughs) And they never went anywhere with that twist ending. And, like, the... It's just everything is taking itself so serious. Like Mega Man Zero was still taking itself seriously, but you still have like I don't know the goofball bad guy here or there or something. Or like the you had the the mini boss like colored Mega Man looking bad guys like uh, Leviathan the chick and uh, who are the other ones Shadow oh, yeah. the Hedgehog Phantom <coughs> Phantom that was it Cold Steel yeah um. the ninja guy. Like, there was still character there. There were still colorful characters. Even though they weren't as colorful characters and enjoyable as previous series, there's still colorful characters. ZX is like, this is super dramatic shit for 10-year-olds. This is like fucking Beyblade taking itself seriously. Not to mention the setting just got irreversibly fucked. Yeah. Because, um... The basic premise is supposed to be that these three guys based on Light, Wily, and Cossack, these dudes pretty much become the future Mega Man UN. As in, like, they've created this organization called Legion, which is literally the world government with unlimited authority and power, and these guys are were originally humans, but they're basically in immortal machine bodies, pretty much. So they're essentially like unelected immortal rulers with absolute authority. And they decreed that in order for there to be equality between humans and reploids, it is required by law that reploids get lifespans, meaning that they'll eventually die of age just like humans. And at the same time, humans are also legally required like there's no no way to get around this like they have to be get by law they have to chop parts of their bodies off and replace them with machine so that they become cyborgs so that's that's how they forcibly create equality between humans and reploids like they make them all all machines with limited lifespans so humans effectively cease to exist it's mass effect yeah. Please also remember when I just said like I never, all, I never all asked for this. Have, boom, 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 boom. Yeah, really. Like all of them have human lifespans now, including the reploids, except for these three assholes. <laughs> it really is like fucking super globalist, ultra liberal robot UN. <laughs> like what the shit? Yeah. It's like if Hillary split herself into three robots. Oh, that are all dudes. Harpuia and Fefner were the other two, by the way, that I just remembered. Oh, yeah. Fefner was cool. 
Yeah, like Fafner. Well, I mean, with Albert, it was the, he kind of looked like a woman, but <laughs> point is still stands. It's a uh, it. Eh, it's just it's just it's so again. I just hated how serious it was taking itself and how dramatic it was and how ten, anime for ten year olds it was. I was like, man, this ain't the Mega Man I knew and love. And it's not a matter of I don't like things that are different. No, I don't like things that are not Mega Man, but calling themselves Mega Man. And our shit. Yeah. So, like, I'm sure ZX had some fun mechanics and gameplay or whatever. It was like, you no, know what? The, the games were fun. They just, like, the, the setting had no relation to the previous games. It's like, you know what? And was terrible. This ain't Mega Man. You take this elsewhere, friend. But then, in the timeline, comes the series that I'm sad to see go, because I enjoyed it. It was a return... If we're taking the timeline chronologically, it's a return to form for Mega Man. I'm talking about a little thing called Mega Man Legends. Still not as good as classic, and not as good as X, but it was delightful and charming. Had some issues with the plot of the second one. It probably would have benefited... And then genocide happened. Probably would have uh, benefited from a third one to normal things out a little bit. But they never did one, so... They were Japan... going to, but Capcom decided, no, no, Japan you don't deserve nice still... things. Japan is apparently still pissed about that, from what I hear. The, the Japanese fan base is still quite angry about the Mega Man Legends 3 bait-and-switch. Because huh. uh, apparently Legends is bigger over there than it is here. and Legends pretty much ends in the... Uh... Legends is pretty much the logical end point of where the whole thing was going, especially with ZX... Because it's the, it's basically the final extermination of the human race. <laughs> like the the last human dies, and like the the genetic data of humans that could have been used to you know clone them, so to speak, like to revive the human race, gets destroyed by the main character. Are you sure you're not describing the plot of Near Automata? I don't know. Did Near played it to completion yet? <laughs> uh. I, uh, then I then I won't elaborate. I'll just say that maybe, perhaps, near Automata ripped off Mega Man Legends. <laughs> no, we've already established it ripped off Bubsy. <laughs> ha! But uh, Legends still. I mean, it was you had colorful characters back. I love the Bond Pirates. Love them. Fantastic group. You have grizzled older brother leader. You have mad scientist teenage girl. And you have giant robot baby. How did you not? How is that not just the best? And they have an army of Lego slaves. Just, I want it. And then they gave them their own game. Just, I'm fanning myself right now. Capcom unfortunately, used to unfortunately, like they didn't <laughs> see the future because by now, like the the little guys just remind me of minions. <laughs> how dare you, sir? How dare you? How dare you besmirch the lovable serve bots? If, 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 if folks out there have not played or even heard of The Misadventures of Tron Bon, by all means, that game made me love Tron Bon. That game is the reason I played Tron Bon in, in uh, Marvel's Capcom 3. I already love the Bonds. That game is fantastic. And you basically were straight... It had some, a little bit of tedium <clears throat> to it, but I like, kind of like how it played. It wasn't like a straight up... Mega, you go through levels. You were you're a group of pirates. You're making that money. You're collecting that treasure. And there was different ways you could do it you could either go on an expedition which would be like a classic Mega Man Legends style gameplay where you're in where you're Tron in the big mech punching shit or you could you could steal cargo 
You just, it would be like a box puzzle type thing, but not annoying. I don't remember it being annoying. You steal fucking cargo. You just roll up on a harbor, steal shit in a puzzle, and fuck out of there. You go on the bond ship, and you get the serve boss to do all kinds of shit for you. You could build stuff. It was, it was fucking fun. And then you fucking final battle on scaling a giant robot. Giant airship flying did, did, robot thing. It was great. Am I remembering this wrong, or did Tron Bond's outfit have a crotch plate? It did. It was weird. Yep. It's kind of hilarious. She's a great character, but it's just that's just weird that she has that. <laughs> <laughs> it's just like in Blaze Blue. Yeah. You're a great character, but that thing you're wearing is strange. I don't like it. <laughs> She's actually a Morikumo. <laughs> so if you can't fuck Roll, can you fuck Tron Bond then? No, I think what happened was, like, after they started seeing what the fuck that official artist was getting into, we wanted to make sure, we wanted to make fucking <laughs> sure he wasn't doing anything with Tron. So we're going to design her with a goddamn chastity plate. <laughs> Man, that's that's pretty fucking pointless, considering... That like out of all the settings, the the future one where pretty pretty much everyone probably has a screwdriver lying around. <laughs> but uh, this is fuck. Legends was great. Um, I like the, the uh, Mega Man's walking around with a dancing monkey as his little little buddy sidekick. It was fantastic. You just kick a can around a, a town for fun. Mega Man's body looks weird. It does. I game. don't. I do not like. Uh, Mega Man Volnut's design at all, at all. I hate. It's also his... a really stupid name. And then they gave him a helmet to make him look more like Mega Man, but the helmet looks awful. <laughs> they gave him a helmet in Legends Two, and it looks fucking terrible. He just sucks. He does. He's just the worst Mega Man. No, he's not. Because then they made ZX, and they had those dumb Beyblade kids. Beyblade, <laughs> Beyblade kids are the worst Mega Man. <laughs> the Beyblade kids yeah. are based on the Zero bosses. And they're dumb. Like, the male kid looked horrifically ugly. Mm. It's fucking stupid. I hate I hate the fucking Beyblade kids in ZX. <laughs> the girl, I don't even remember. Fucking just, it, the, 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 at that point, just Mega Man said, fuck off, everybody that grew up with Mega Man. We're, at, we're, we're making this shit for ten-year-olds now. <laughs> and, and, but Legend was great. Only two games. Well, three games. Misadventures of Tron Bond. Um, should have had four, but we got screwed, and Capcom has killed Mega Man. I still think Mega Man will come back one day. It will come back. Either Capcom will be under new management, or maybe the license will get bought from them. Something's going to happen. They're going to bring back Mega Man. Something's going to bring back Mega Man. We're going to get Mega Man 11. We're going to get fucking... Mega Man VR. You're going to get something. They're going to bring him back. I, it may be a long time from now. It will definitely be a long time from now, but I am 100% certain we will see Mega Man, new Mega Man shit again. And I, I'm... Vi- Wily Simulator. <laughs> Fuck yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm extra confident that IDW is going to buy the Mega Man comic. It may be a little while. They're not going to snatch it up as quick as the Sonic comic, and they're probably going to wait till they launch the Sonic comic before they start working on the Mega Man comic. Or maybe they are, just Capcom's dragging their feet and it's making it take longer, but... I'm positive they're gonna pick, they're gonna pick that up from Archie too. Just wait, they're gonna make a new Mega Man game, and then it turns out it's a dating sim. <laughs> you joke, but fucking King of Fighters did that for a while when SNK was really on the ropes, and we didn't get a King of Fighters for a while, and they just released a fucking dating sim with the King of Fighters characters. It's like thanks, assholes. Look, I understand you're fucking poor as shit. You're barely a company Though anymore. Though I'm not sure how they would even pull that off, considering how limited the options are. I mean, you got like Splash Woman, you got 
Well, you, well, you got roll. You can open it up, and that's it. You can open it up to all the series. You have roll, Splash Woman, Shell from Mega Man Zero. You could have uh, the all the girls from Mega Man X as they introduce a bunch of them near the end, including the one with underboob. Oh um, yeah, you had the support units. You have zero. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but why would you have a Mega Man dating sim with all series? Because the only one you would ever pick is Tron Bon. Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> you know it. You know it's a- true. Age age her up a little bit, and then we'll talk. Age her, she. How old is she again? She's like sixteen, I think. Uh, she might be. She might be younger, but she looks sixteen. You know, you know how it is with these fucking anime characters. They'll be fourteen to look sixteen. They'll be sixteen to look fourteen. You can never fucking tell the age. These bitches. They'll be five hundred to look eight. Yeah, she looks like she's sixteen. So they like said, give her. Like a, they'll. They'll. I just want an anime character that looks. Uh, that looks five hundred in his age. <laughs> Uh, Tron's age is 14. Okay, of course he's one of those. But she looks like she's fucking 16, so... Give like, give her a few years, and then, yeah. That so. fucking crotch blade. <laughs> what the shit? But, uh... Yeah, open it up to the series, maybe you have something. But, uh... I'm gonna keep losing my train of thought with all these wonderful tangents. Train of thought. Ah... Uh, yeah, Legends... Oh, the, the, other, the other role... Like from Legends is also fourteen, because both of them are Mega Man's love interest. Yeah, because what they don't seem to realize is that this man has no dick. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because uh, Roll, I mean Roll was had a crush on Mega Man, and then Tron was openly like, "I want your dick, boy. Get on this mech. <laughs> get, get in my cockpit. I'll be your cockpit." He's uh, talking about my vagina hole. But yeah, at least if you if you look at the the series chronologically, it ended on a high note because Legends tonally and in terms of like character and fun was um was much and closer. genocide. <laughs> well, that aside, uh, was much closer in tone to the original. Much better cast of characters. I don't remember jack shit about most of the cast in like those those other games. ZX's cast can go to hell. It all sucks. But and then Inafune... Like the one guy with a skull hat. <laughs> it's ridiculous. Then Inafune tried to make Mighty Number Legends. <laughs> Red Ash, yeah. I, again, I know what he's doing, but... You know what I don't think Inafune realizes? You can't just start from where you left off when you leave the big company and start your own little company. You can't just resume from there. Because it seems like what he wanted to do. Like, okay, all that shit that I wanted to make with Mega Man, I can make with my not Mega Man. Like, no, you can't, Inafuna. You have to. You have to start from the beginning. You can't just ride Mega Man. You can't just say, "Oh, we've been making Mega Man for years. Let's do all the Mega Man shit. Make a Mega Man movie, Mega Man TV show, Mega Man Legends that they wouldn't let me make." Because I wanted to make it, and they said no. But now I can make my own Mega Man. No, Inafune, you have to make the first game first. Remember when you made Mega Man 1 and nothing else? You have to do that all over again. Like, a lot of people think he's a con man. I don't. I think he's just inept. Because I think he's just doesn't... He doesn't get what it is to be a small business. Because he's had Capcom doing everything for him for years. He's had... He has... He's had this... He's had this company at his... Pun not intended here, but beck and call... Uh, I want to put out some Mega Man merchandise. Okay, we're gonna have our Capcom team. Uh, we're gonna hire some uh, toy companies and build you your shit. That's why they sent the fucking Mighty Number no. Nine uh, 
uh, the the contributor bonus things. Then it's like the, the instruction booklet that didn't fit in the box because he's trying to do all this shit and he doesn't have a fucking team of people that Capcom can hire that can fucking measure the booklet and the box together. He's got like eight. He's got like <laughs> Timmy and his friend Phil. They've never done this shit before. And some other fucking nepotism hires. Yeah. Like the one that single-handedly burnt down the community. Exactly. He, he's, he, he does not know what he's doing with a small business. And even Comcept's other stuff, he's never been this directly involved. Like, you know, say what you will, oh, thank you, Con Man, but you know what Con Man also brought you? Azure Striker Gunvolt. Gunvolt's great. Gunvolt is basically not Mega Man Zero. But, like, he wasn't as involved in that one. But then he's like, oh, I'm gonna, uh, I'm gonna do everything Capcom wouldn't let me do. It was, guess what? was Comcept responsible for that? Because I know Intecreates made it, but I thought yeah, that was they, their they, original they, project. No, they work with them. They work with Intecreates to create uh, Might Number 9, too, if I'm not mistaken. Hmm. Well, no, I know that, you know, I know that Comcept had Intecreates working on Mighty Number no. 9, but I thought that, um, Gunvolt was separate from all that. N- no, it's Comcept. You know, Gunvolt also has little girls. Is that just some sort of universal <laughs> constant with Mega Man and its knockoffs? <laughs> Possibly. Well, it also has a trap. <laughs> or a reverse trap, or however that works. I'm honestly not sure, because the character constantly switches between male and female bodies, but then you realize that's not actually their real body, and they're actually Alice. It's like you you get to this level in Gunvolt One, and there's this uh, flamboyant gay robot with a giant penis spike. Then you play the sequel, and it turns out it's actually Alice from Alice in Wonderland. <laughs> the story in these games goes some weird fucking places. Okay, yeah, yeah Gunvolt was Inti Creates, but I know Concept helped. At some well, maybe point. maybe it's because of their collaboration, because they have Gunvolt Burst that has Mighty Number no. Nine characters in it. Yeah. It's a- you know, I'm not entirely sure what this implies about not Alice that her, well, basically not stand is like this flamboyant robot with a giant dick spike. And uh, Integrates also did uh, Mega Man 9 and 10. So it's basically, Integrates is basically Inafune's little buddy company that he gets to develop for him. Yeah, they did the Zero series too. Yeah, basically Inafune's team of developers. But like I said, it's just I I think it's just a matter of he just he did not get that you can't just resume. You have to restart. You have to build the property from scratch all over again. And that's why my number nine is just a clusterfuck. Like I really don't think it was a con. I think he's just fucking doesn't know what he's doing. But uh, shit designs too. Yeah. Uh, the, yeah. But then so did Mega Man One. <laughs> The weakest robot master design. I mean, I kind of like the electric robot design-wise, but... And the electric... Jesus Christ, the, the light stand-in was... And the, the electric... <laughs> light stand. The electric, uh, the electric robot was the coolest one, aside from the fire robot in the first Mega Man 2. And, and the fire and electric were the only cool robots in Mighty Number no. 9. <laughs> yeah, but they forgot to make the weapon stupidly powerful this time. <laughs> There's no select glitch. Yeah. There's no Yellow Devil, though, is there? I think the Yellow Devil is the, the final boss. The final boss, yeah, the final boss is the Yellow Devil, but it's purple this time, it's original. <laughs> and it's also vastly easier. And it's the final boss. 
Yeah. And a giant piece of shit. And it's a purple thing on a purple background and a purple purple floor. Yeah. Lame boss fight and looks like crap. Also, what the fuck were they thinking with getting the getting the boss's health bars, making it so that you can't directly damage them? You first have to sort of drain their meter and then dash into them to actually reduce their life bar. What the fuck? Trying to push that dash mechanic. That's retarded. Besides, that mechanic was stupid. It didn't really add anything. Yeah. It's like, if you did really well, you get, like, a few minor, like, one, two second bonuses, whoopty shit. They were so obsessed with including the dash mechanic for, I don't know, like, speedrunners or people who just want really, like, high robot strings or whatever the fuck you want to call it. That They didn't even realize that it didn't really make for fun or interesting gameplay. I bet I know what happened just... with that. I bet that they had some playtesters who were, like, big Mega Man fans, and they had mastered all the games. They're like, all right, you need to have skill-based mechanics to reward, you know, pro players. And they, they recommended all this stuff that only ever appeals to people who, you know, replay the game 500 times to get the optimal route. Like the people who do Buster-only no-damage runs, you know? Mm-hmm. And they listen to those people and don't think, will this be fun for people who are just casual fans? Actually, speaking of designs, that reminds me of a side note about the designs in Legends. Do you know why the uh, female characters aren't as uh, chromed up as the male ones, so to speak? Why? It's because um, they did actually play around with that idea, like in the initial design concepts, whatever. Like, for instance, they had like apparently a nurse with like a giant needle arm or whatever the fuck. But they ultimately decided that uh, if they made the female characters too machine-like in the same way that the males are, then they wouldn't be, uh, you know, quote-unquote hot anymore. Well, that That's literally the reason. Yeah. Well, they, they, they did their best with the X-Girls, so... Again, there's a... There's a more, more like Mega Man Triple X. There's, have you seen the underboob on this one chick? I think... Hold on, let me let me see, let me pull it up. See if you've seen this before. Oh, yeah. yeah, you had uh, palette layer and whatever the other one was. I think it was layer because she was a. Uh, uh, she was Zero's um, like mission control chick. Ah, his beard. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> this is a. Uh, Why didn't they make more robots with beards? Should have. This is her. Yeah. Oh yeah. Huh. That, that sure is a design. And then you had Aaliyah, who had robo-cleavage. <laughs> Actually, that's... And then Axel had the worst one. It was like a pig, robo-pigtailed robo-loli. Because he is the worst one, so he gets the worst one. <laughs> it's so just roly, a... then. <laughs> I hate Axel. Fuck Axel. No. <laughs> Uh... You know, I, I asked the same thing with Zero, but I think it's worth repeating here again. Why do they have boobs? Why do they have boobs? Yeah, I mean, they're robots. Well, you could come up with a variety of reasons. You, it's a female, you want to make them look female, you made a female, so you make them resemble women, just so otherwise it'd just be, you just look like the boys but pink with a bow on their hair. 
seem make them more <laughs> resemble women because you are humans. Miss Pac-Man. You, yeah, you are humans building humanoid things in your own image. So your human women have boobs. You put boobs on your robot women. It's as simple as that. But anyway, we we know Zero is not gay because I remember he had the girlfriend in X Four, and then she died, and he did he for, he didn't know what he was fighting for yet. Very sad. <laughs> no, I'm just saying like these that under boob shit looks like they put way too much effort into it for something that's non-functional. Uh, well, I mean, think of it this way: you have you're making the boobs on the chassis, right? You get your mechanical being with boobs, so that's just extra space you can put shit in. So if you give a chick big boobs, well, that's just more space for more inner circuitry. So you could have like more RAM in there. <laughs> <laughs> you laugh; it makes perfect fucking sense, doesn't it? <laughs> Especially you got this chick that's supposed to be like mission control. She's supposed to be able to pull all that shit up instantly. She got to have all that extra RAM. She can pull out information to relay it to zero. So you get some big tits on there, and you put all them RAM cartridges in there. She got that shit like that. Fucking see, it's fucking brilliant. I figured it out. But uh, when you look at when you look at zero, God, it's like the Zuckerberg future. It's... Even boobs have been ruined. <laughs> if you look at uh, Zero's girlfriend from X Four, you notice I think Zero has a type, and that t- <laughs> and that type is a line with with booby under it. I thought you were gonna say Loli. No, his his girls all have titties. <laughs> Zero's like, look, I. Have these lumps on my chest that people keep mistaking for titties. So you better have something bigger than this to prove. Because if I have the bigger titties in this relationship, we're going to have a problem. Maybe he's just fat. <laughs> okay, so. If they're using boobs for extra storage space, what do the male robots get? Do they just have giant balls? That's why they have. They have shoulder yeah, pads. Yeah, so that's, that's why they have the huge shoulder pads. <laughs> Shoulder boobs. I mean, have have you seen uh, Cygnus, the guy that's like oh, the, yeah. the the new head of the Maverick Hunters? Is it this guy? Just look at his fucking shoulder pads. <laughs> look at all the RAM in there. Maybe that's why they all have gigantic feet. Yeah, and they're adding those like uh, chest globes to more characters to be like, see, Zero doesn't have boobs. Stop making that joke. <laughs> <laughs> see, but it was too late. See, everybody's got them. Yeah, Cygnus has six. Yeah. Except- <laughs> he has three times the boob. <laughs> He's a cat. <laughs> Terrible. So yeah. <laughs> I've completely <laughs> lost the lost the plot here. Uh oh yeah, we should mention before we end this. Uh Mega no, Man Battle Network. No, I figured he's not a cat, he's Xavier. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he does have a snake hand. Actually, why do they have giant feet? Well, the way the way they make noises and shit, and like the you know the agility a lot of these robots have, they're probably like shocks and and uh, all kinds of shit in there because they're like these big bulky metal bodies, so they have to not crush themselves when they run. So that would make sense. You need. I guess a lot they also of... have. Sorry. You need a lot of, like, shock absorbers and jump pad things and all that shit in there. Like, I guess they also have jet boots in there, because whenever X dashes in the X-series, he has these uh, puffs of dust from his feet. Yeah. Or, like, you get fire and smoke when you air dash in uh, X-3. Yeah. So we gotta get going. It's going on for a while. Um, 
I should just briefly mention Oh, but we didn't even talk about Battle Network. Yeah, I don't give a shit about Battle Network. (laughs) Look, so many people always wonder, what do you think of Battle Network when I start talking Mega Man? I don't give a shit. Look, I played Battle Network 2. I had fun with it, but it's not for me. This isn't Mega Man. I got into Mega Man. It has a thing. Has a specific thing going on, and this is basically more of that. Here's kids like you, and and they make the Mega Man characters are like collectible fucking cards and shit like that, or like they're they're. Yeah, but what about the one where they were like in the anime and they were like net navvies and they all had .exe at the end of their name. That's that's Metal Network. And then, yeah, and then Mega Man became the virus. Yeah, I don't, I don't care. I mean, like it's Leaper Store is is neat to see the new versions. Of the Robot Masters, and that was really the main. Though Snake Man just looks like shit. Yeah, but that was the other thing. Like so many of the coolest ones look so base. fucking lame. Base, base is great. Is, base is just base with a cloak. Yeah, that's why he's good. He's the <laughs> one they changed the least. <laughs> like the, all my favorite ones got the worst redesigns. Goddamn, uh, Freeze Man. Exe. Freeze Man is one of my all-time favorite Robot Masters ever. I love his design. As soon as I flipped that Nintendo Power Up and saw the design, I was like, that is the greatest Robot Master I've ever seen! And FreezeMan.exe is terrible looking. Uh, fucking <sighs> Magnet Man's lame. It's just a big magnet-shaped body with fucking Mighty Number no. 9 arms coming out the side of it. <laughs> Roll looks kind of dumb too. Yeah, I don't know what's going on with Roll's head. Uh, Darkman EXE was kind of is pretty cool. I remember that. Darkman was cool, but like my favorites, Pharaoh Man is literally just a sarcophagus with floating Rayman hands. <laughs> Napalm Man EXE just looks like regular Napalm Man, but skinny. Although I do like the fact he's like this super bonus boss, like hidden in the depths of the internet. F- fucking Napalm Man, and you know Napalm Man being another one of my top favorites ever is like. You know, fanboy in me is like, yay. Uh, I love the fact, however, that um, Punk is there. Because Punk is my absolute top favorite Robot Master ever. Punk is my number one man. And you know who else Punk is his number one favorite? Keiji Inafune. Inafune loves Punk. So Inafune has good taste in Robot Masters. In fact, he loves Punk so much. Because he loves punking his Kickstarter donators. <laughs> Uh, he loves Punk so much that the reason that Punk is the only Mega Man killer that's in the EXE series is Inafune pushed to have Punk put in the series, and then when they agreed, he designed Punk.exe himself. And he's still, and regular Punk still looks better than Punk.exe, but hey, he's in there! And he looks close to his original counterpart, and this is, you know, the designs just in general were inferior to the originals, and it was it wasn't like uh, the Mega Man cartoon. Not enough tits. <laughs> it wasn't like the Mega Man cartoon where it was like, "Hey, it's a cool new thing," but still feels like the original. They just went so off the rails, and I'm I'm not against things being different, but it, it just it, it lost the charm of a lot of the originals. So uh, I don't give a shit about Battle Network. I know everybody. Every fucking time I talk about Mega Man, everybody's like, "What did you think of Battle Network?" I don't give a fuck about Battle Network. That's what I think. I, I enjoyed... I, I played Battle Network 2. I enjoyed it, but I more than enjoyed Mega Man. I had a blast with Mega Man. Mega Man makes me happy in a, in a, in a deep way, and Battle Network didn't do that. So that's what I think of Battle Network. Anything else to say before we go? Guess not. Nope, Rooney Dooney. Okay, so from all of us here at the Oter side, I'm Cody Byer. I'm Max Waiter. I'm Andrew Erickson. Saying, 
He's taking my power! Hey there folks, if you like what we do here at Anime Outsiders and you want to show your support, head on over to the Anime Outsiders Patreon over at patreon.com slash animeoutsiders. All funds we get from the Patreon will go to the site and we will be informing all patrons how the money is spent. Total transparency. So, again, if you like us and you want to help us build the site and expand everything that we have, Go to patreon.com slash animeoutsiders and show your support.